Also, fun fact. This is what I didn't tell him at all. I can do a Kermit the Frog impression. He doesn't know that I can do a Kermit voice. So, it's really funny that I get to do this when he's not here. Uh, ever since the divorce, Miss Piggy and I, we've been having it real rough. We've been having it real rough. She said she needed a real man. I'm sorry that froggies don't have dicks, but I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, but it's really painful. Don't tell me he can hear me. What do you mean he can hear me? The hell was that? <laughs> what in the world? I have my wiener out. I'm taking a piss. And I just hear, what is this? What is this Kermit the Frog uh, foreplay uh, fan fiction? What is going on here, Bright? All right? <laughs> I am dong out it, 10 steps away from my room here. And I just hear someone raging this impersonation. <laughs> Did you just? Are you? Oh, what is this uh, twinning day right here? I see you with the striped shirts, but I know so, someone's shirt is less tight than the others. All right, yours looks to fit actually well. Uh, mine over here, I think I, I had to slip on some grease to fit on here, right? How you doing? Oh God, I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing <laughs> great. Oh Dude, my goodness. Mm -hmm. I wear this shirt in celebration of you tonight because Stop I figured. It. Like now, this the us looking the same is a complete coincidence. Like, oh my god, how, who would have, who who would have guessed that? But yeah. um, you know, I you know for me, I I think we I, we talked about this in the DMs. All right, usually I don't talk to the guests prior to the show. It's kind of it brings no. the whole circle. But I gave you your yep. notes, you know, last minute mm -hmm. things to check. But I told and you were like, congrats, moms, congrats, and I said, here's the thing. All right, bright, literally, like I, I'll I celebrate for an hour. But it's business as usual. And today, it's about you. I'll have my moment after, all right? Don't get, don't get it twisted, all right? Your boy, you know, boy got to celebrate a little bit for at least one day. He deserved. <laughs> Absolutely deserved to celebrate. I appreciate it. But tell me about your day. What have you done today, Bright? Um, well, uh, today I, was, I, I did a stream in the morning. I, mm -hmm. Usually what happens is because I had classes in the afternoon this semester, all my streams have been morning streams. Um, so I just roll out of bed and start streaming. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, and what was the move today? What was the stream? It's, uh, it was, it was a very usual stream. Um, it was just high pixel Minecraft bed wars and nice. me talking with the, with the people. Um, I kept telling them about this show. I was like, guys, I'm not, I don't get really personal on here, but I'm about <laughs> to go on someone else's stream to tell my entire life story. So you should, you should come look here. <laughs> and I'm pumped. I'm pumped for this. All right. Cause usually, and, and I'll start off the, uh, the show the same way. I usually tell the guests how we met. And I had, a, I remember seeing your name when I was, when I had Colin on the show, I remember seeing your name and that was kind of the first inkling. I was like, oh, that's first off clean name. And second, I was like, all right, bright. All right. I see what's going on here. I remember I saw on your, your Twitter handle, too, you had a, you were the scientist. You were the scientist for the last S&P. And that already, oh, for God. some reason, <laughs> that, 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 that bo like, didn't bother me, but it kept me around where it was like, what do you mean scientist? What is a, 
for a, what, do, what do you mean scientists of this SMP? And then um, literally, we, I had uh, Zach and Colin at the, the network. And when, when the stream went off air and we were just hanging out, they, they were in my ear. They were like, moms, all right, we don't want to tell you how to do your job. We don't want to tell you how to do your job. But there is a third you are grossly underestimating and not seeing enough. Like, not grossly is a little aggressive. They, they were like, you got you to gotta check them out. You got to have them on. And I was like, honestly, you're right. A, let's do it. And B, I also want to bring you three together on the network in the future. So I was just like, yes. oh, this works perfectly. Oh, you can, uh, now that the invite's already there, you can mess this whole thing up. It's already done. This is a verbal agreement, apparently. But, um, it, you know, contacted you. We, we got the dates in. So super easy. And, and I'm pumped to have you on here, Bright. Honestly, it, it's going to be a great night. Um, let's start off with, the, with the, 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 the most famous opening line question here. For any talk show on Twitch asking about another streamer. But how long have you had your Twitch account in general prior to streaming? Okay. Um, I had to check my Twitch tracker for this. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I've had my Twitch account since 2017. Um, wow, okay. It, I, I'm not sure. I, I couldn't find the exact month when, I, when my Twitch account was... Uh, when it came in, but mm -hmm. um, I had my Twitch account since 2017, nice. uh, meaning I won't get banned off the platform for. Yeah, you're clean. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're old yeah, enough, apparently. What uh, yeah. what brought you onto Twitch in the first place? Um, so I think what it was, I I used to stream on YouTube <laughs> gaming, and um. I, I guess I, for whatever reason, my 17 year old self thought mm -hmm. maybe this Twitch thing is better. You know what it is? I think it was because I was watching a lot of, um, Rivals of Ether players oh, okay. stream on Twitch mm -hmm. and I, I decided, Hey, this seems fun. I want to stream a indie fighting game on Twitch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Rivals is so good. It's, um, have you, have you played Smash Brothers? Of course, of course. Which one? Does it a uh, does it a? Uh, it doesn't. To... It doesn't matter. Well, it the it really uh, this game really akins to Melee, uh, the mm -hmm. the second one. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they basically took all the good things from Melee and they made it into a much better, like concise game. It, it, it's it's a really good. It's That's a good sick. time That's and. Sick. I'm constantly following the scene. <laughs> Why don't you tell me this? So, was that your first stream on Twitch? You were playing this indie game. Um, if I look, yes, I was. I mm -hmm. was playing. I was playing that game. Do you remember uh, how it went? Models. Do you remember how it felt your first stream? Um, I mean, you're usually your first stream on Twitch, unless you're like going into it with like a plan. It's just mm -hmm. like, oh, me and my friends are playing this game or my friend said I should do this or whatever. So it must have been me uh putting my stream out to the to the boys and being like, hey guys, let's run a couple games on stream. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um and and the stream did well for a first stream. Yeah. Uh, from what I'm looking at, it uh it averaged six, which is not bad. There you go. That's big that's already for affiliate, quite frankly. That's yeah. already you're in. You're done. You're done <laughs> after that. But that's awesome. So I don't even know when I got affiliate. <laughs> fair play, fair play. How long before creating your Twitch account uh, were you streaming? 
I think I was streaming for like three months, I want to say. Um, No, actually, it was definitely on and off. So I think I had a streamer. I had like three streams in 2016. And then in 2017, which is when the Twitch account was made, Mm -hmm. I had... It looks like I'm counting six streams here. Yeah, I had six streams in 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, a very a very rocky path, bear with me. Um, it wasn't really until this year, uh, in 2020, where I actually started taking streaming actually seriously. Hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, I've, I've always wanted to be a content creator of sorts. I mean, I... I mean... I like I, you know, I always watch Etika World Network, and he just made me want to be a content creator easily. So mm-hmm. I think I've definitely been streaming for a while. It's yeah. just I so don't know was, the exact dates. It was kind of. It sounds like to me then, you you know, you had the inspiration. I assume. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people start off with the YouTube content. You know, they see the stuff that's uploaded yep. on YouTube, and then somehow they transition or parlay into to Twitch. It's interesting that you started off with YouTube gaming. I would have never expect I don't think I've ever heard someone be like, "Oh, you know what? This is where I'm I'm making home. <laughs> this I'm making base here." Um but what was your idea of of starting off on YouTube compared to Twitch or was it simply you didn't know Twitch even existed? I um I think what it might have been mm-hmm. was the fact that I had a YouTube account already. Oh, okay. And so yeah. I see that they have a live service and I just didn't feel like registering on another site for another account so i just said yeah, yeah. you know screw it let's go let's go youtube gaming let's try it out you you did it before the doc did all right that's all i'm hearing yeah. all right you did it before oh, doc. I'm, I'm here for it yeah i like it i like it um and it sounds like then too your your inspiration was purely like well here are all my favorite like entertainers and, and creators i'm watching on youtube why not give it a go why not try it out even when this indie fighting game and and go from there yeah. am i correct is is that yeah what pretty much mm-hmm. awesome. i i mean <clears throat> on the on the youtube streams we would uh we would stream smash brothers and mm-hmm. by we i mean me and colin smoke uh we've known each other since 2016 2015 i forget mm-hmm. um but it, it was definitely around that time and he kind of also kind of nudged me into content creation just a little bit and i was like huh, let's why not why don't we stream smash why not yeah. Um, like but I think I think that's where really where the right glow roots were planted in mm-hmm. terms of live streaming. What made you you mentioned that this year you said 2020 or last year I'm sorry 2020 was when you started really taking it more seriously where you wanted to apply it into a bigger uh, part of your life. What changed? Why 2020? Well, um, especially with these changing times, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah true. i wanted to i wanted to try streaming a little bit and yeah. then and then my friends were getting into streaming i thought oh what the hell why not um so for the first part of 2020 i just streamed with a laptop like oh, i no. okay I, I i went i was on the grind dude mm-hmm. i <laughs> i i i wanted to make it work i i um i wanted to know what it was like to stream i remember it was such like 
an accomplishment if I could hit a four hour stream. Like I would I would mm. I'd press the live button and I'd be like, guys, today we're going to hit four hours because this is gonna help me when I get an actual setup. <laughs> to, to figure it all out. It'll be pieced together here. We're gonna do four hours here. You really pushed yeah. that laptop to uh, to its fullest capacity there. Oh yeah, that that poor thing. Yeah, um, I still use it. It's still working. I just Ooh. use it for college work at this point. Okay, but, fair play. I thought you were gonna say like um, a paperweight at this point. I didn't know if it was actually if it was applicable there, but you grinded that one out. Here's the thing, mm -hmm. bright. All right, you probably know what this next segment is. I have your Twitch account pulled up here. All right, I got your Twitch yeah. account and I got three clips. That I, you know, I was just meandering your clips earlier today. I was just like, hey, you know what? I got, I'm just hanging out. I rolled out of bed, did my thing, and I was like, I got, I got to find some clips here. I got to see what's going on. So I have three clips. You can, you can unmute the stream on your end if you'd like to listen along. But I'm gonna have you explain some of these clips because some of them, uh, I feel like someone uh, was uh, clipping out of context. All right, this first one. Uh -oh. <laughs> This first uh -oh. one, it reads here, your title says, I just took the biggest poop oof my life. All right? Let's give it a listen. Uh, I'm curious why this is even uh, a clip, let alone a conversation. Let's give it a listen here. It's only 28 seconds long. And just be like, don't come in and be like, I just took the biggest shit of my life. You know, you don't, you don't want to do that. <laughs> People... Well, uh... Yes, we do. Um, <laughs> it's four o'clock right now. <laughs> All right, I'm realizing how funny that was. <laughs> so allow me, allow me to set the scene for you. All right, right. Allow me to set the scene for you. It went. You. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. All right, and you, yeah. you, you, you pull in the mic to your mic uh, to your mouth, and you just say. I took the biggest shit of my life. What is the context of this conversation here you're having with your community? Um, <laughs> I forget. I I think I think I was just um talking with them. I think I um I I I I think I was talking about like how Discord calls go from time to time. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm um and how with your where where you're with your friends sometimes, and if you're if you're an internet degen like me, and you've spent most of your years on a Skype or Discord call, you know all the little mannerisms or things that might have happened. Oh yeah. Um, and so you might have had that one friend that w would take the microphone and be like, "I just took the biggest shit of my life," and hundred um, percent. I can it's, name it's three like, of them. Wow, thanks, dude. <laughs> Are you not that person uh, on Discord call? That's not you. Uh, depends on the day. Um, True. There, there are some days where I'm a lot more loosey goosey. Mm -hmm. There are other days where um, I'm a lot more reserved, I guess. But mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't make it. I don't make an intention to be gross around people. I just, if it, if it fits in the moment, um, mm -hmm. I, uh, I grip it and rip it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and what you gotta explain this to me? I know this is a character. I'm forgetting. I'm blanking out. Who is this uh, dumpling and or raindrop that's on your mic right oh. now and on your shoulder here in the clip? This is um, this is Mr. Shinoba. Uh, he is uh, my friend, mm -hmm. um, but he is a uh, 
he's a monster from Dragon Quest. Oh, and he, right. he's he's like the first enemy like the first he's like the tutorial enemy like the level mm -hmm. one beat this rattata up type of deal <laughs> um and he's become a huge part of my community and branding because i just love the design um mm -hmm. if you i'm posting four emotes in your chat they are he Ooh, is a huge part perfect. of my community and mm -hmm. it's um i got this so it's part of the community because if you see the one where he has headphones, yeah. Um, I one year I just wanted a I just wanted a slime plush. So for Christmas I just asked, "Hey, can I get the slime?" And my mom was like, "Okay." Um, I had also gotten headphones the same year or the previous year, but I just nice. wanted to like take a picture of my Christmas presents. So I mm -hmm. put the headphones on the slime, and um, it, it was just a funny picture. But then one day I was streaming homework for just chatting. Classic stream. stream. I like it. And, okay. And my um my friend was like, "You need an emo. You need an emo for your channel." Mm -hmm. And so I decided. I, I was looking through my pictures and I saw the picture of him with the headphones, and I just thought it'd be funny to make him into an emo. And here we are. Mm -hmm. He's like Adorable. a huge part of my brand now. Adorable. So, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. The the level yeah. one monster tutorial over here at Dragon Quest. I like yep. it. Let's start off with this uh, second clip here, all right? This uh, second clip here, a little bit more on the nose. We know, you know, again, Minecraft being a big part of your content <laughs> here. And I, I watched this clip with a lot of wonderment. I have no idea what the hell is going on here, but I was a little bit scared. I was a little, uh, I was... <laughs> I feel like we're seeing a different type of uh, bright glow. You know, you're very, you're very kind. You know, from what I've talked to you so far, you know, kind. You got, you got this very nice attitude about you. But there's something in this clip that just hits different. So I'm gonna have you explain the context of it after we see it. It's a minute long. Let's give a listen here. Okay, got a block of TNT and what looks to be a bunch of squids, if I'm not mistaken. Tensions rising, tensions rising. Cinematography for me. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it, uh. You go in for the chips. ASMR. Mukbang. This man, clearly, did you study theater? You know, you know how to hold. Regards. No. And he looks, he breaks the fourth wall. He looks right into the screen. All right. This is uh, the ending of Dexter, if I've ever seen it right there. All right. What is this? So, uh, so, right. You're going to have to explain to me what in the world is this all about why did you murder in cold blood right there i'm gonna let, freeze it right where you stare at us why did you take <laughs> out all those squids in the tnt block and said it's a message from who oh okay um so i said it uh i think i said piss cow sends his regards okay okay so here's the two I'm here there in in the minecraft community Every year, there's um, Minecon, and it's basically Mojang's E3, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and every year, they hold a vote for uh, the next mob to be in the game, right? 
Um, and this year it was three options. Yeah. One option was like a ice villager type of thing. Didn't fucking matter. Um, yeah. The next option was a yellow cow with sunflowers on it. And it would interact with bees. It was called a moo bloom, I think. Mm. But everybody and their mom called it a piss cow because it was very funny. <laughs> um, it's fair. It's fair. And then it was the glow squids, right? Glow squid, okay. Who, you didn't know what they did. It just looked like squids that would glow. And squids in Minecraft already are just kind of like this... You, They don't need to be there, but they're there. Very hentai-esque, yeah, yeah, yeah. I... Not, not even that, but it's just... I, it's, it's boring, you know? It could be better. Mm -hmm. So I voted for the piss cow. I really wanted the piss cow to win. Um, but all of <laughs> Minecraft Twitter for whatever godforsaken reason mm -hmm. wanted the squid instead. <laughs> and I was very upset when the when the piss cow was eliminated first. Yeah. And so what this clip is, I think I was playing Bedwars or Hardcore. Mm -hmm. And then someone in my chat came in and was like, hey, Bright, uh, the new snapshot is out. And uh, this, this snapshot being like a new update to the game, like a beta testing branch. Um, I said, hey, uh, new snapshot. Uh, they have uh, the glow squids now. And I thought to myself, why are they there? I, I got to do something about this. I want to send a message to my chat. So mm -hmm. I, I, I built a tank of TNT, filled it with glow squids, um, I played this um, intense cyberpunk music because I was on a cyberpunk kick, mm -hmm. and um, it was good, good music. <laughs> yeah, and I, I knew when the beat dropped, so th that's why you had like the tense like back and forth back thing because I was I just see. waiting for that. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as it drops, I wanted to say, uh, "Piss cow senses regards, shoot the tank," and then um, just look directly at the camera. Did you also know that that many blocks you could walk away from to not kill you from the TNT? Because that's what I was most worried about. I was like, how does he know I, exactly? So I knew that I wouldn't die anyway because I was in creative mode. Right. Um, right. But right. the distance just happened to be a lucky guess. Like, yeah. it just worked out. <laughs> it's a good clip. That's a great clip. That's something, uh, you know, honestly, send that to Mojang. Uh, send that to whoever's in charge of Minecraft now. I don't even know what's going on anymore. All right. this uh, I'm still playing Minesweeper. <laughs> Um, but send it their way and no, all right, the piss cows need to come through, all right? The piss do, cows need to do. come through next. I like it's it. It's an absolute Let's... shame. <laughs> absolute highway robbery, if you ask me. Um, this last clip here, all right, this last clip here, we're going way back. We're going way back for this one, it seems like. Oh, okay. And I, you know, I'm a, I'm a believer in Freudian slips, right? I'm a believer in a Freudian slip. Are you familiar with Freudian slips are? I think so. So for those of you in the, the, uh, that are watching here live or later on in the future, Freudian slip is you're thinking one thing, but you say another. All right? You're thinking one thing, but you oh, accidentally yeah. say yep. another thing. So here, I, you know, we're, we're going to see what uh, Bright Glow here, uh, if he has a Freudian slip himself. Uh, the title says, got any, <laughs> got any tips? We're going we're gonna <laughs> to learn about some tips that uh that uh bright glow will possibly share with all of us all right let's take a listen here it's only 24 seconds long 
Twitter's hard, got any tits? Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Okay. I think I think we're sleeping on this. One more back. Twitter's hard, got any tits? Okay. <laughs> All right, bright, bright, bright. Level with me right here, bright. All right, level with me. What's going on in this clip, first and foremost? All right, what's going on here? So, um, here I'm gonna I'm gonna take him off, posing a shadow. Um, so like any great streamer, mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. you 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 give your chat some advice every now and then, you know. Um, you wanna you, you wanna help the people out. Uh, maybe, maybe not nothing too therapeutic, you know, leave that to the professionals. But, you know, when someone comes to me with a question about social media, you know, being a streamer, I, I tend to have some area of knowledge there. Yeah. And so someone in my chat uh, was asking, um, oh, my God, wait, I just realized who's asking in the chat that that person surpassed me by now. Holy shit. Let's go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, it, it, she was like, Twitter is hard. I don't know what mm -hmm. to do. Um, and I was just reading the message out loud, right? Okay. And I was just like, and you know, when, when, you're, when you're playing the game and you're reading chat, my brain goes 50-50. It's like a SpongeBob meme where he's, his eyes are like on two separate sides of the books. He's like looking, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's where my brain was at. And I just said, I just tried saying tips, but I said tits. Yeah, you it's know? too much. As it was too much. Ba-bump-ba-donks and a rack. <laughs> Bazookas. Um, uh, yeah, uh, juggernauts <laughs> as they call them. Um, let, me, let, me, let me ask this, though. In, in actuality, we do know you're talking about Twitter tips. I had to watch myself. I had to slow it down because it's too easy. But what, would you, what, what tips would you give for, for Twitter accounts? I, I think that is a fair question because it is a tough social media. Suck off bigger creators and pretend to be their friend. Jeez Louise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you subtweeting? Who are you? Uh, these are the Hagacha questions. Nah, nah. I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. But honestly, um, what, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, I mean, being just be funny. I don't know, man. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I can barely figure out the Twitter thing myself. Mm -hmm. um, it really depends on how you want to... Uh, how you want to portray yourself like mm. are you going to comment on like uh serious issues um are you going to use your platform for good or are you going to take the chaotic path and use your <laughs> platform for absolute garbage means <laughs> harassment I, I, um, you got it <laughs> i tend to go for the latter simply because <laughs> i don't want to come off as performative mm -hmm. um i hate that shit and uh could you explain what you mean by that so um okay here's a good example uh it's so all right we're, we're gonna get in some serious some serious tea right now right some serious shit but this is a conversation to have um sure so it, it's blatantly obvious that women do not have it as great as men do on twitch right yeah, whether it be right. the sheer amount of toxicity or the amount of success and a lot of people um 
might just say, hey, uh, happy, if it was, you know, this happened a lot on International Women's Day, where it's like, happy mm. International Women's Day. Um, here are just a th- thread of 50 female streamers. Um, yeah. I love them very much. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, have, how many, like, in actuality, when, when you see those threads, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people give off the brownie points, like, oh, this is so kind of you, so great. But if you actually go to their Twitch channels, not a lot of people like, will actually sit down, follow them, or support them, right? Mm-hmm. And so why do you feel the need to... Uh, now, I, now there's, there may be some genuine intentions, and I get that. Uh, but And I'm just using an example here, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not calling out anyone in particular. Yeah. Um, but it is very easy to make one of those threads. Yeah. Just shit one out, right? And, um, and for- that's that. It's for perform. I think uh, the term that that I heard, and I think we actually I talked about it with with some other streamers, was a uh, like it's similar to like performative activism, where it's like yes. you're you're doing this thing as a show. It's like look at you know, and and to use your example, look at all these women streamers and how many people I can tag, and and maybe yeah. there's a, a you know there might be other prerogatives to that. that essentially, it's about mm-hmm. intent, and it's about about uh, what you're truly trying to do, what your what your true intentions are with that kind of post. I feel that. Okay. Right. I like that. I like so that. I, on my Twitter, I would much rather just, um, like, yeah, shit post, uh, yeah. obviously. But if I, if I actually want to accomplish something for, um, I don't know, uh, oppressed groups, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call it? Um, I'll do something, like, actually do something and not just mm-hmm. like yeah fake it you know like oh yeah. for example um my streams my streams with rain right like you don't you don't see me um tweeting out like sexual assault hotlines constantly right but i would much rather do a charity stream a 12-hour charity stream for these hotlines and be like, hey, come along. Let's uh, let's let's actually make a difference, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's really my philosophy when it comes to, um, uh, helping people out. Or, yeah. uh, I guess did you call it activism at that point? But I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, it you sounds know what like, I mean. It sounds like you're trying to take more action than just uh, you know, yes. trying to share something on a platform. So when when you say that story of your your charity stream. You're literally putting your time and efforts into raising money for the cause rather yes. than just simply uh, bringing awareness. Though I, I will say that I think I, I, I like the proactiveness of your action. Uh, the, mm-hmm. you know, I could, but I can also see the benefit of just sharing the information. You know, that, that information now needs to I be can, circulated. Yeah, but it comes, down to, it comes down to prerogative at all times. Yeah, it always intent. comes down to yes. intent. Yeah. No, I, I like course. that. I like that. Speaking of your Twitter account, though, Bright, all right? You know, <laughs> no, you, no. You, you said it yourself. You said you were shitposted, so let's, <laughs> let's talk about it. Twitter's my favorite platform, and I got three. Uh, Twitch, don't do anything to me, please. I, I just got here, all right? But Twitch is uh, my second favorite platform, I guess, now I have to say. And I have three of your tweets up here, all right? 
And I just want to I just want to talk about it. All right. I just want I'm just here to air it out. There's no gotchas. All right. I got your back, Bright. I got your back. All right. It's part of the job. Let's start off with this first one here. This first one. Actually, you know, it it literally is titled Controversial (laughs) Take. And it says Controversial Take Rust Over Among Us. You may now like the tweet. Let's have a little mini debate right now. All right. I will take the side of Among Us, though I don't agree with it. But you take Russ. Why is Rust above Among Us? Go ahead. I had more fun with that. It's not that deep. Um, I, I don't like... I, at this point, I don't like the, either of the games at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. But... Wait, why you don't like Rust? It was toxic. Like, it was... What, once you died... Once you died... Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, it was hard to get your stuff back. You had people, like in your ear like how you fucking died ha, ha, ha. Or, or you know um yeah it just it, it wasn't no. i i tried to recapture the feeling of minecraft factions with rust and it just does mm-hmm. not do that no. right Mm-mm. and my um this tweet the tweet itself was just me poking fun at like People saying lukewarm takes like, uh, ha, ha, uh cooked food is better than raw food. Like I don't, I don't know, man. Like it's <laughs> Bright is it's looking very... for a fight. It sounds like you are looking to lay down the law. Oh no, you're taking no bullshit from anybody. <laughs> like I, I'm very. Um, if if I if I see something that's like willing to be made fun of. My philosophy is like, I'll make fun of it, but if someone actually wants to talk about it, I'll, I'll talk, you know, I want to hear your side, but let, let, let me have some fun. Like, I, it, it's, <laughs> I already have to be PC enough. Let me for, just, for someone who chooses dick from time to time. <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what confuses me, though, right? For someone who chooses violence, you would think that you would still be playing Rust at this point, all right? Rust is, that's the, that's the, pl- that's the pool so for if you're looking for here, drama. Here's the difference, right? I choose mm-hmm. violence. But I cho- choose violence while valuing my time. Okay. okay? All I'm not right, gonna be a, I'm not going to be a barbarian and just play Rust just because of violence. What? Serotonin. Speed. Momentum. <laughs> Rust. I'm I just lo- going to... Instead, I, I think it's a shit game. It's a shit game. Whoa, it's not fun. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Stop the presses. I, I, I used to spend way too much time on Rust. All right. I'll say this. I spent way too much time on it. I could see this is what it is. I will never play it alone. I think if you play it alone, yes. I, that's a whole other demon. All right, but if that's you have where I was, I okay, was then then by all means, if you play it alone, get the hell out of here, dude. You're you're doing hard drugs. If you have like a group of four <laughs> and you're in a VC with homies, like that's that's all. Like I loved it. Like I sucked at Rust. I could not fight for the life of me. I always carried mm-hmm. like a a revolver and I pretended to be a sheriff. But, like, my thing was farming, which at that point you would think I'd just go back to Stardew Valley. But, uh, you know, I, I feel that. But with with Among Us, I can't even defend Among Us. Honestly, they sent out their map way too late, and now the whole craze is gone unless you're one of the top 1%. It's too much. It's too much. I can't. Have you, you seen the Prime Land? What? Well, what you got? This is, this is, this is what killed Among Us for me. People took it way too seriously. Oh my like, god! Like there were dead ass streamers that were like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, we're doing Among Us scrims," and I'm like, "What the fuck? What? Mm-hmm. It's an indie game where it's like Town of Salem. Like that's 
you don't do scrims in an in in a and it's and then I would play with people and they'd yeah. just be like, "You're sus. You're out of here." Without providing actual evidence, like you're supposed to in Town of Salem. And I'm like, "Dude, I'm not. This sucks. This is a shit game." And I, what really sealed the deal for me? I was playing with a bunch of other content creators that are much bigger than me, right? Mm. And I I was the last. Um, I was the imposter, right? But okay. I needed. It was just down to three people, me included, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All I did was just scream over the other person and be like, it's him, it's him, it's him, it's him, it's him, it's him. And it just, like, she, I won because people could only hear my voice. And there's like, there's no logic to this game whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I can't have, you ever, do this. have you ever played with the person that says, like, uh, I know you're like first round, first call out? Uh, I know you're the imposter because you didn't do the task and it didn't move the bar. The, the task shit that. is so stupid. Stupidest thing. Like, even in the Among Us meta, because that is a thing, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do your first task. You just kind of wait around until someone dies. Yeah. You know, you yeah. walk around, you do laps around the map, and it's ugh, true, whatever. true, true, true. Let's let, let's move on to this next tweet here, right? All right, uh, let me. I, I got you a little heated. I need you to loosen up that tie a little, a little bit, bit. All right. Yeah. I clearly, I loosened up mine. You had me, uh, it was too formal. I don't like this formal stuff. I might take this off uh, entirely soon. But let me, uh, let's go on to this next one. This one, it sounds like there's a little bit of a family riff on this next uh, tweet. It reads, my little brother told me with a straight face that Beyblades are better than Pokemon. He didn't play a Pokemon game till Sun. Pokemon fell off, man. Why don't you tell me a little bit about this tweet? Where does your heart lie with Pokemon? And are you are you validating your brother's take here about the Beyblades over Pokemon? I am validating his take. All right, let's um, fight. Let's fight. All right, let's go. No, no, no. You have to. You have to. Okay, you have to hear the context. Yeah, of you course. have to understand something. Of course. Okay. Pokemon as a whole is much fucking better mm -hmm. than Beyblades. All right, that's not what I'm like. That's what this is. Okay, so this is how the tweet came about. I visited home. One weekend, right? I have a, uh, we'll get into this, but I have a nine year old brother, right? And um, while I was in college, he got into Beyblades. He and the boys at school got into Beyblades. So I'm like, okay. He's like, Michael, please, I want to I wanna show you my Bey Beyblades. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever, dude. Um, and so I was just playing the Beyblades with him. It's kind of fun, you know, the tops and stuff. Yeah, let it rip, yeah. And then he starts telling me, the lore of Beyblades. Yeah, you heard me. The lore. Okay. And he's talking about all these things and all these characters and their designs and how it's like tragic if your fucking Beyblades break. And he showed me some parts of the show. And these character designs were like, they were just super mm -hmm. hyperbolic. Like they... They had the whole anime hair. The, all their names were Japanese. They were like, <laughs> it was some hardcore shit, bro. It's a real like, deal. It was, it, they were not pulling any punches. And, and I asked him with a straight face. I was like, David, because he played Pokemon too, right? And so I decided to ask him, David, what is better, Beyblades or Pokemon? And he told me Pokemon. And at first I was in shock. Okay. No, no, I'm sorry. He said Beyblades, not Pokemon. He, he said Pokemon. Just Bey fuck. <laughs> Beyblades. And I was in shock at first. I was like, 
you're eight, you're a nine-year-old kid, and you think Beyblades are better than Pokemon. And this is when he started showing me the anime, and I really started thinking about it. I really started thinking about it. And what modern Pokemon was like for the nine-year-old kid, okay? You play the modern Pokemon games. You play Sun, Ultra Sun, the remakes of Ruby and Sapphire, and um, Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. And you sit there, and you compare it to the earlier games and how they handled things in the earlier times. Um, a good example is how they handled legendary Pokemon. In the older games, you had to go find those bitches. You needed to be like, yeah, I'm going to go into this dangerous cave. I might not come out alive, but I'm going to come out with a legendary Pokemon with the one Master Ball I have. But in the modern games, they just give the shit to you. They're like, mm-hmm. here, a mailman just handed you a, a fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's like, that's the approach they take. It's a lot more streamlined approach. Mm-hmm. Okay? And the games have fell off. There's a reason Game Freak is not remaking Diamond and Pearl. Because they know they would fuck it up. They know. This is, these are hot takes. These are, and you're not wrong with that one. You're and, not wrong. But that's a hot take. And so I decided to make this tweet to let the people know the state of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, wow, your little brother's stupid. Bah, 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 bah. But mm-hmm. Beyblades has provided more interesting shit for a nine-year-old kid to, to, to give them than Pokemon has in the past couple of years. That's all my tweet is saying. What's how, wild is how that, hard Pokemon fell off. What's wild is that there's a resurgence of Beyblades to begin with. I played that when I was in like sixth grade, all right? That's a million years ago. And so... Uh, having having you know Beyblade to have this, I saw it on TikTok too. Like someone was making something called a God Mode Beyblade, and I was like, I have oh, yeah. not, I have not seen this in in years. I remember back in the day we would like paint our Beyblades, you know, we would, it would make it all silver, yeah. and make it look cool. Uh, the the arenas all had ditches or certain like little peccadillos about it that made it interesting. Uh, and then mm-hmm. you are right with Pokemon. They they really did dumb it down and they made it too. E- I don't like saying too easy, but like. It became more of a collector game via yeah. the, the game than it did like a challenge of knowing how to, to, to bite it. So when I saw this tweet, I, at first I had the same reaction as, as the majority, where it's like, your, your brother's out of pocket. What do you, your brother must have gotten into my eyeglass case. And, and, and then I realized, <laughs> oh, wait, mm, I, you know, not too wrong, not too wrong. I've heard some hot takes on Pokemon Snap. You didn't hear it from me, but I heard hot takes on Pokemon Snap. So I don't know Waste what's going $60. on. dollars Okay. <laughs> Have you bought it? Did you buy it? Fuck no. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving takes. You didn't even play it. You gotta play it first. Though I've heard it was kind of it was it's bullshit. And it's just just from the playtime, it's not a sixty dollar game. From what I've fair. heard. That's fair. That's fair. All right. I have one more tweet for you, Bright. One more tweet okay. that'll have you explain. All right, and you're home free. Um, it says here. <laughs> This is one of my biggest fears as a streamer, too. All right? It goes, no, I did not realize I was still streaming for 30 minutes after I was done. What are you talking about? Was the tweet. Everyone is going to, because we got a lot of dirty minds here in the chat. Everyone's thinking the first thing is like, oh, this guy's uh, whipping it out, rubbing no doubt over here. He's it. Uh, Not yourself. Even myself, that's what I would think. I was like, oh, shit. Like, am I doing? My worst case is you guys are watching me eat at my desk. Or if you're watching me like... Freaking a not a not a very uh what is it a appreciable angle of my my body and or face. How did you a find out you were still streaming and b 
what was the emotion? Did your heart sink? Were you kind of nervous or was it more of a, oh, okay, no problem. Let me just, you know, uh, turn it off. It's fine. So, I mean, let's, let's talk about what I did after the stream. Um, I think I was just making ramen and talking to my girlfriend. Oh, okay. I think that's all I was doing. And then uh, Colin, or maybe my friend Chris, one of the C's, mm -hmm. called me <laughs> and we're like, and we're like, Mike, Michael, you're, you're still alive. You should, you should know you're still alive. Because I thought when you raided someone at the end of this stream, and this was when I was a two-head with streaming, mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, yeah, um, I, don't, I, I don't know, bro. Uh, I'm still streaming. Are you, are you serious right now? And so I just I went over and it stream and made the tweet. Like, no, I didn't. Yeah. I was so, just denying it happened. But. The, the biggest scare, though, is this. Because I, I just found this out, too. Like, I, 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 you know, I turned off the streams, all that jazz. But apparently that if you don't turn off stream and you rated someone, if they end their stream, it will go back to you. Like, you will. Oh, I can will believe be that. Yeah. yeah, that's terrifying. I don't know why. I just don't want to. Again, I'm not doing any sus, but I promise. But I just, it's a weird feeling knowing that you're off cam, but you're on cam, but you're off cam. It's, it's, it's a strange thing to go yeah. through. So it sounds like you just have some good friends. I, I don't think my friends would have done the same thing, honestly. So it sounds like I need to make friends with your friends at this Well, point. I did wait 30 minutes. To find <laughs> I like that. I like that. They, 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 they wanted to see, they wanted to see uh, what would happen here, what's going on. I appreciate it. Bright, that's, that's all the tough stuff, all right? That's all the, that's the tension. That's the, the, the randomness of the questions. That's all the, the, that's the most hardest part of the show. And now I'm going to ask you some introspective questions about your time here on Twitch, all right? Okay. Yep. So the first one here is, uh, Bright, what have you learned about yourself through streaming? Um, so through streaming... Before I was a very closed off person, mm -hmm. and this isn't this isn't closed off in the shy sense or the generic whatever that that kind of thing. But okay, I was closed off in the terms of like I believed in what I believed, and nobody was not allowed to tell me otherwise, right? Mm. Okay, and then and then I stream, and you get exposed to a wider range of people, True. and you're like. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe that's a maybe I should really consider my opinion here. And I think that is one of the biggest things I've learned through streaming hmm. is to be a lot more open-minded about what people have to say um, and to listen. Mm. Um, and I've started, you know, before uh, I, I held a lot of grudges and like kind of I, I don't know. I, I let people step on me. It just kind of It'd be nasty, you know, and it, it, I kind of learned to like let things go when streaming. And here's a good example, right? Here's a good example. So, how you look at the difference between how you deal with trolls and chat before versus now, right? Before, okay. if someone's like, um, hey, can you please watch my stream instead? Before, I would be like, you're a dumb motherfucker. Why the fuck did you come to my stream and say that <laughs> stupid bullshit, you dumb, dumb bitch? What the fuck, right? And um, I and it, like, get the fuck out before you're wasting my time. Like, you know, oh I just... And, then, and I was toxic. I was toxic as shit when dealing with that, right? God, yeah. Um, okay. but, but, like, now, it, I... I learned to kind of, like, calm down. Now, there was, a, there was an instance recently that really 
ticked me off, but it had yeah. to do with someone using um, rape as a joke. Oh. And I was like, that, that, that's when yeah. the, the bars were off and pre, uh, pre what, what do you call it? Pre, um, pre-reformed Bright came out mm-hmm. and was like, you get out of my stream. But, um, but now uh, it's, I, I've learned to just kind of be like, you know, don't do, don't do that, man. Let's just don't. Or, I'm uh, going. And it's just in life in general, I'm at a lot more peace when I think of people who don't like me or people that would just, you, you know, that want to give me a hard time. Um, I, I, I've become a lot more peaceful and just kind of like looking a lot more forward instead of focusing on the things that make you upset. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's, I think that's a huge thing I've learned from streaming. Yeah, I love that. Because the thing is, like, whether it be a troll or even, like, let's, let's even go a little bit more personal. Maybe it's a, another streamer that doesn't have your best, you know, intent for you. Um, and so they're not even a troll. They're like someone in the same ecosystem that just are, are mm-hmm. a little bit nasty. If you give them breath, then they have life. So if you give yes. them any of your attention, yes. of your energy, then that fuels the fire. For me, it's exactly. like, and I love that, and I would love, actually, let me ask you this, then, what was it that over time you learned this? What, what, how did you come to this conclusion where you were like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I going to explode on these people? Why can't I just it's walk It's because away? I was, all, all I was was just me listening to myself, and I also have to give credit to uh, Mr. Zach Copeland, because he would call me out all the time when I did this, when I would just talk shit. He, he would just be like, right, you're doing it again. Stop. Right. Right. That's a good you gotta, friend. Right. And like he would tell me straight to my face. He'd like, right, you need to learn to move on. Or right. What are you doing? Dude? Or right. You're having another anxious reaction. Yeah. And you need to to dial it back. I, I don't know. I, I can't remember his exact words, but he he would always be there. And just be like, you know, you got to listen to yourself mm-hmm. and i did i listened to myself and i it was not a person i would want to hang out with mm-hmm. and so i kind of just learned to let things go um i definitely grew up with temper issues yeah. and it, i guess streaming and being exposed to constant problems or it's as uh, problems that require solutions mm-hmm. it's just you you want to um, you know, you could you could deal with it better than to just, I don't know, be ruthless. There, you there's there's no um, there's no there's no honor or respect mm-hmm. in being nasty towards someone. No, there, it doesn't just fix isn't. It. So hate doesn't fix hate. What's interesting is you get you. Of course, you get chill out le- uh, lessons from the walking melatonin himself zach co that's, that's <laughs> hilarious because yeah. he is truly it's uh it makes i'm thinking about this interaction in my head where it's like all right you get one you know you have one of your your good friends telling you hey man you gotta just relax man you're you're you're, you're giving too much energy into the wrong thing um yeah. and that's again i would say that's a good friend someone that's going to tell you the truth and and absolutely and homie. that's it let me uh let's ask you this uh how would you describe your streaming style right I just I just thought of this just now. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's like 
Um, it's like inviting your friends over, right? You sit down on the couch. You're playing a co-op video game. Mm-hmm. And you're just talking the shit. You're just like, you're shooting it. It's like, um, hey, boys, did you hear that Melinda and Bill Gates are getting divorced now? Yeah, that's kind of wild, bro. Like, that's like the, the kind of couch conversations you would have with your friends. Mm-hmm. And that's just like regular streams. That's that's what I'd say my regular streaming style is. It's like, you know, I, I wanna I wanna talk with chat. Um I'm 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 here for them if they need anything. But it, it, i think of it of as us just sitting on a couch and playing a video game together. Except this time there's forty people in the room. But mm-hmm. regardless, it's it's me. Just sitting there, and I will just shoot the shit. I will, I will say whatever is on my mind, and um, I, I think the, the bright you get on stream, sure, it's a little more emphasized, but yeah. it's it's like getting the bright in a voice call. You know, it's um, I I think it's uh, you're just hanging out, having a good time with your friends, yeah. playing a video game, um, or and and you know, like in any video game, if you fall in bed wars off your bridge, mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, motherfucker!" And, um, and you know, they gets a gets a reaction out of chat because you would do that yeah. with your boys. You'd be of like, course. "Dude, that's such bullshit." That's like, yeah. you know, I think sitting on a couch and just playing with your boys. Except this time, nobody's next to me, but I'm playing <laughs> video games in front of people. Yeah, I think that is the best description of my regular streaming vibes mm-hmm. planned streams on the other hand hmm. like last smp lore i and and my chat knows this my chat knows this it sounds scummy at first but I completely ignore chat don't acknowledge alerts and i get into a character and i play yeah and then maybe afterwards i'm like holy shit thank you guys so much whoa um and read off the alerts but it's me sitting down with uh, a bullet-pointed list of things to do within the stream, like lore-wise, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and um, it, it's like being a director behind a camera who's also playing a character. Like that's that's what the other uh, part of my streams feel like. Well, see, and and I I would assume like the 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 community and viewers or even people just walking in that are somewhat familiar with an SMP, like that's the hard part. You're literally juggling role playing plus trying to interact with this community that already knows for the most part who you are beyond the role playing. So how do you how do you dance between both worlds? Well, um. I think with my with RP lore, like I put it in the title that it's lore, and mm-hmm. I think people in the Minecraft community at this point kind of get like, oh, okay. if it's a lore stream, you're kind of watching a show. Yeah. Oh, um, I didn't know and that. And so I don't even I don't even try, but if it's something huge like like a gift of twenty subs out of nowhere, which doesn't always happen, uh, I'll just like mid character, I'll just type in the Minecraft chat like, thank mm-hmm. you so much, holy hell, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of leave it at that. It has to be like a really big thing, though. You know, yeah. like if it was just a follow. I ignore it. Um, but people at this point know uh, that if it's a lore stream, and they only happen every once in a while. It's not like an everyday thing. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. these things have to be planned out if they, you want it to be good. Um, 
I just think, yeah, you know what? Uh, how about I, I, simply put, I just turn on the camera, play the character. People know what's up. I don't need to interact with chat. They know. The hardest part is trying not to laugh at what chat says because sometimes they really try to throw me off. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. Of course, as they will, as they will. That's the job. <laughs> they love that. Um, I've gotten really good at ignoring it, though. Mm. Um, like this past lore stream, I kept the mood consistent um, and I did not quiver. And it's why I turn off the webcam for lore streams, just because you don't want to see me smirk at like some snide comment. Mm. And, um, you know, I, 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 I guess those are two halves of my streaming style. Uh, one is on the couch and one is actor, director, cinematographer. And that's really, yeah, I like, yeah, that's what I'd say. Nice. Uh, let's go on. Let's talk about the community. Let's talk about the people that are watching you and supporting you. If I ask your community who you are. And I had no idea prior. What do you think they would say to me, right? What do you think they'd say to me? So it depends on the conversation. So if you're if it's right off first impressions and you're not trying to have a serious conversation, they're gonna shit on me. They're gonna be like, "These guys sure he 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 keeps screwing up in bed wars." He, yeah, he, you know they're gonna clown on me as much as possible, right? Uh-huh. Um, but if they if you were to ha- actually like say. Um, you know what? What do you actually think of Bright? Um, no ego. Hope- Don't worry. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that this is an ego answer. But what do you think in positive light? Um, I think they would be very happy with what I do on stream and like what I what I stand for, what I believe in, and how I've managed to create a very inclusive community. Um. You know, like, uh, I <laughs> like uh, w- what's funny, right? Mm. Um, about my community is, uh, I I am I am this complete like. <laughs> how do I put it? I I am a former lax bro, uh, cis het white male just streaming Minecraft like everyone else, right? And but n- not even having the um, LGBTQIA plus tag in my stream just because I don't believe I should have that. I don't deserve it. I'm not. Uh, it- it's not in my place to have. Yet, like, I think 75% of my community is LGBTQIA mm-hmm. plus. And I think what... Um, I mean, a good example is uh, the song requests, right? Um, like it, it, I've been informed that uh, Hayloft by Mother Mother is like I, I I from what I from what I understand is kind of a gay anthem, right? And so now every time the song comes on, my chat knows to just like press one, um, if they if they're comfortable, of course, and and say that they are um LGBTQ. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> and um. I think they think they know when the song comes on. I just see uh-huh. ones in the chat, and I'm like, okay, but there they yeah. go again. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I think the fact that I've been able to create like a good community. Um, from time to time, I'll be 
uh in my stream i'll be in voice chat after stream and be mm. like what's up guys how we doing and i just talk i, I mostly listen you know because a lot of people would expect the streamer to take over the post stream vc but most of the time i'm just listening to my community right i mm. just i just listen to them talk and i i um maybe it's from fatigue but i think i would like to think that they appreciate having that ear to listen you know if things come up in chat to my best of my abilities i address them be like you know maybe you can do this maybe you can handle your anxiety about this thing like this and i'm not afraid to give advice you know and now you have to be you have to admit when you're wrong that's the thing to to not be afraid of getting giving advice you also have to admit when you're wrong and i'm someone i don't even i was never that argumentative in the first place so i would rather just if i'm wrong i'll i'll admit i'm wrong i'll let my chat know if i'm wrong i'm like guys i i messed up here you guys are right might be let's move on or thank you for teaching me this lesson whatever right mm -hmm. and um I'd, I'd like to think they appreciate having that ear you know yeah. I'm, I'm obviously not a therapist like i can't i can't really help with the triggering topics i i i, I at that point i say please seek a professional i can't help you as you should but, yeah you shouldn't be the one that has to answer um, that if it's general advice like right how do i get this girl's number bright i need to do my schoolwork. uh you know i just um i say what i have to say mm-hmm well, right. Let, let me flip it on you, though. All right. It sounds like it, mm -hmm. there's a lot of tears to what you uh, believe in, which your community thinks of you. Which I, I could see that. I could see where the range comes from. I could see where it ties in with your your uh, open mindedness thinking that's evolved over time. And it sounds like that's been integrated with with your just character. I would say as a person, I wouldn't even say mm -hmm. uh, any performative kind of activism. It's, no. it's truly what you're, Absolutely you're, not. you're trying to, you know, uh, I don't like saying reform, but I guess uh, lack for lack of a better term. Let's flip it on them though. How would you describe your community to me? If I showed up, if I showed up to your, uh, to your stream as a, yo, bright, tell me about these people, these, these beautiful names and colors that are all around surrounding me in the chat. What would you say? They're a bunch of fucking Europeans. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not even. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so, so here's the thing: yeah. when you when when your primary audience is um, a, a predominantly European, this comes from me streaming in the morning mostly, Fair play. right? Yeah, yeah. And so they're they're watching this American, this red, white, and blue. Maga, whatever this this. Uh... No, 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 no. Oh, Maga. okay. No, 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 no. Well, I'm just going with the worst. You know, the worst of uh, what they think right, of America. Right, right. Okay, 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 fair okay. play. All right. Hey, fair, 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 fair. Neither of us getting canceled tonight, baby. All right. That's that's no. the goal. That's the goal. Um, for the but but I think European maturity and American maturity differ. An 18 year old in Europe is very different from an 18 year old in America, and you can kind of see that with how a chat interacts. So if you, oh. if you take a 15 year old American in a bright chat, um, okay. and it doesn't go for everyone, there's obviously exceptions, but a new viewer, they're going to be like, you should do this. You should blah, 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 blah. They're, they're, they're going to act like a 15 year old. They're going to, you know, maybe step over the line a little bit. Um, but 
when you look at a 15 year old European, mm-hmm. right? Though, though, and I, I guess my, my audience is definitely in like a teenager to young adult range. Um, they, they'll, they'll, they'll shit on me, sure. But, and they'll, and they'll clown on me, but they know when to stop. They know when to dial it back. They know when things are serious. They, 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 they know how to read the room. And that's something I really appreciate. You know, a 15 year old American in most cases can't read a room. But fifteen-year-old no, no. Europeans can read a room, and mm-hmm. um, sure, I make jokes about other countries. They make jokes about America. It's of it's course. a good time. But you take it on a chin, um, They they are very fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. I love hearing what's going on in their life. I especially love hearing how they're doing in high school, um, because I mean that 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 was we'll get to that. But that mm. was that was quite the experience, and um, I like giving a perspective from someone that didn't think he'd get through high school. Um, how how to how they should approach things in high school, and I um, I like creating a much more safe environment, and I, I like the people that are there than mm. what I had when I was fifteen. Mm. Yeah. So I kind of look at it from there. Um, I they they read a room. They shit on me when there's something funny. They're bullying me half the time, but that's mm-hmm. okay. I bully them back. It's we're, we're messing with each other. If they step over the line. I'll be like, it's hey, little... maybe that's a bit much, and they'll stop. <laughs> it's just a little and bit the, of trolling. Is is what you're looking it, for? It it's really relieving to have a chat that knows when to stop. You know, because, and I, I think it's good to establish boundaries right away because you you just will not enjoy streaming mm-hmm. when your chat is just talking about God knows what. Like, if I'm streaming last SMP lore and I have some sh- shitter coming in, like, yo, Rambo's live and he's doing this lore, my chat would roast the fuck out of him. They, they, they know not to do that, right? Um, and, that's what I love about them. I, I love that they're open to how I'm feeling mm-hmm. and how um, but we work with each other. And they're very, they're very fun to talk to. Fair play. So, but, but between you and I, Bright, between you and I. What's up? You. S. A. <laughs> you. No, I'm, just, I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you I know, just need... actually, actually, you want to know something? Um, what? what? Because my uh, viewers are Europe, uh, a lot of them are European. Yeah. Um, I have the uh, Elgato Stream Deck, and it's been the most convenient thing ever. True. Uh, I've, I've decided that um, across the top bar, like across the top row, I just have different time zones. Oh, so, that's nice. And I've that. learned, I've learned where my viewers are from. Generally, I'm not gonna ask for town name, but mm-hmm. I've learned for their where they're from. And, you know, if, I don't know, let's say my friend from Finland comes up and is like, right, I got to study. I'm going to be like, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, 6 p.m. over there. You, you better start doing your homework, you know? Um, <laughs> and That's the whole I'll reason you get the time up. bar. And, and I'll air them out right there. I'll be like, bro, <laughs> it's right there. Like, I, I know where you're living. Um, or, damn, it is really late. You should get to bed. Like, I... 
I, I, I care for them. I really it's do. Vince Cosmo, um, man, it's, I like it. I like that. That's so intentional. I, I appreciate. It. I have the same thing, but on my phone. I need that. I need to add that on the stream deck, though. You're right. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot because you, you have you. you, you the the beauty of the internet and the beauty of Twitch is that this is this is worldwide. You don't know, you know, where where people are coming from and and anyone dropping in. And especially when you form this relationship with them, you want to be intentional with knowing their time and what's going on in their life as as well. Especially uh, as as you're you're growing something more and more. Um, that being said, right, all right, that's the whole first part of the show. That's easy. See, it's 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 a breeze. It's a bre- It's a walk breeze. in the park. That's what I'm saying. Um, you uh do do you need to use the restroom at all? Do you need any water? Are you good? No, I'm good. All right. Well, okay. again, as usual, I've trained my body at the end of this first segment to use the restroom. So I'm gonna leave you here with everyone. All right. It's yours. Yeah. I'll be back in one minute. I promise. This is like a social experiment. Whenever I do this bit, because it's like you're just on a VC call right now. All right. There's no stream labs for you or stream elements. There's nothing you got in control. Just. You got Bread Man and you got Olivia, you got Brit Balls, you got Kyle, what I'm seeing. How you doing? But I'll use the restroom. I'll be right back in one minute and we'll start off the next segment. All right? All right. Be right back. Chat. It's been a while since I've done this. I don't give a shit whatever you have to say to me. I'm, I'm following the rule really well of not looking at chat. This is what I want you to do. Okay? We got we to gotta, we gotta give this to moms. I, I, I don't know how educated you guys are. I'm going to need you guys to recite the ABCs one message at a time. But stop when I tell you to. You understand? Go ahead. Do it. I'm waiting. There we go. That's what I like seeing. Last time I did this, I did this as a raid message, and the guy banned me from the chat. Um, so, oh, thank you for the five subs. Let's go. Also, fun fact. This is what I didn't tell him at all. I can do a Kermit the Frog impression. He doesn't know that I can do a Kermit voice. So, it's really funny that I get to do this when he's not here. Uh, ever since the divorce, Miss Piggy and I, we've been having it real rough. We've been having it real rough. She said she needed a real man. I'm sorry that froggies don't have dicks, but I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you, but it's really painful. Don't tell me he can hear me. What do you mean he can hear me? The hell was that? What in the world? I have my wiener out. I'm taking a piss. And I just hear, what is this? What is this Kermit the Frog uh, foreplay uh, fan fiction? What is going on here, Bright? All right? I am dong out it, 10 steps away from my room here, and I just hear someone raging this impersonation. <laughs> I got, I'm double-cheeked up on a Monday night here, and I'm just hearing Bright Glow, the scientist for the last SMP, apparently, doing some of his best Kermit impressions. What is going on here, Bright? What the hell did I listen to? Do you want me? I'll, I'll check the tape. I'll check the tape, but what the hell was that? <laughs> you gonna play the fifth? He's playing the fifth. He's playing the fifth. He doesn't, he's sweating. This is an interrogation now. This is no longer an interview. It's the, it's the, uh, it's the tie on tie. You can't get me to say anything. Oh my God. This is my show now. 
<laughs> Apparently, everyone here is calling it my retirement party today. Ever, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> Thank you so much, Payne, for the 24 person raid. Hello, hello. My name is Moms Online. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Streaming Studio. Today's very special guest that we're joined here, Bright Glow. Uh, we just finished off in the intro talking about his life. Uh, I'm sorry, just talking about his streamer life. And now we're going into the me and potatoes of this show, the life story. Um, Bright, if I may. Um, I'll give you the same preface I've given every guest, um, and, and usually I say this aloud also for those that are watching here or in the future on YouTube and Spotify. You know, someone's, someone's life story is extremely special. It's extremely unique. It's a different perspective in life. It's something that none of us, any of us here watching live have ever lived, um, and we all hold that gift uh, inside of us. Uh, the fact that you wanted to come out here and, and share even just a piece. We're not going to be able to encapsulate entirely who you are, but uh, a piece of who you are as uh, beyond a content creator is uh, extreme honor of mine. And, and you know, it's, it's something that you, I believe you're the 77th guest we've had on this show. And I like so, that I know, hey, lucky sevens, lucky sevens. Um, but here's the deal, all right? Uh, the part of my job that, that is tough is that I, I, I try my best to have the guest explain as clearly their story as possible. So if ever I ask a question or a follow-up question that might be too personal or too, too pointed, feel free to either give me a non-answer, give a vague answer, or don't even, uh, don't even answer it at all. Um, I want to be able to respect who you are as, a, as an individual and especially your story. All right, Bright? Of course, of fair course. play, fair play. All right. So with that being said, and this is again, I need to figure out a better transition because the first question is always this: without doxing yourself, bright, uh, give us a general area. Uh, where were you born and raised? Eastern Pennsylvania, nice. um, around the Philadelphia area. Mm-hmm. Any? Uh, um, oh God. That's where. I, yeah. That's all I'm given. <laughs> all right, fair play, fair play. No zip codes, no zip codes there. No. Um, <laughs> any siblings? Yes. So this is where it gets interesting. All right, let's shoot. Um, so you know about my nine-year-old brother, right? Mm-hmm. I'm 21 years of age, so clearly there's a gap there. I also have another brother who happens to be my twin brother. I have a twin. Like identical? And no. God, no. We are, and that's a funny thing. We are night and day. Hmm. Um, he, he doesn't really come on the stream because he doesn't want to show his face. And it's not really a, um, it's not really a big deal yeah. because at this point in our lives, we've really grown in individuality. Not saying, not saying we've grown apart, but what I'm saying is we are our own people now. Mm. And, um, us being twins is a whatever thing like of course we are brothers to the end but yeah the twin thing is just an extra cherry on top at this point that it doesn't even matter anymore because we are so so different well tell Um, me that because i'm I'm fascinated you're the first ever to talk about a twin so already I'm I'm enamored by that that point of view, and we'll get to the the nine year old brother too in a bit. But with your twin, did you feel like early on in your relationship there was this expectation where you guys had to be similar? You had to, yeah, you had yes, to, yes, 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 yes. 
you, you had the people mixing your names up. You had the people being like, John's doing this. Why are you doing this? I'm not saying this is what my parents did. Maybe to some extent, maybe, but not completely. Um, no, and like they tried to give us our own individuality, but the other people are like, we got you and and my brother's name is John. Um, we got you and John the same thing. We got John's doing this. Why aren't you? Or uh, and even even at um somewhere else, like even I I heard that a family was talking about us. Yeah, and they were praising me, but shitting on John. Hmm. Um, for the, the dumbest reasons, mm-hmm. and that made me very angry because we are two different people. We are the way we adapt to things are completely different, mm-hmm. and the fact that they used um they used my brother's sexuality against him hmm. to and to talk and compare about our first year in college or whatever yeah. was like i'm not naming names i'm not saying who did this but yeah, this true. has happened and it was like wow what the fuck dude like do not ever like and that's 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 where the absolute like worst of me comes out if people mm. invalidate either of us like i can be invalidated all all i want shit i don't care but like you bring you bring john into this and you compare him to me i mm. will lose all respect for you i well, was family absolutely. you got to protect him you know yeah like no i what. you will not do this to john you yeah. you, you are not going to act that way in my presence. And they didn't even act that way in my presence because, you know, they're being pussies at the... Sorry. They're being cowards at the... Don't apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tell me, but, uh, if, if I may, Bright, when did you realize you and your twin brother were different? <laughs> this is a great answer I give every time. He got Pokemon Diamond. I got Pokemon Pearl. <laughs> what, what does that give you? The, what indication does it give for both? What does that mean? He wanted to go a different route. He thought Dialga was the cooler legendary than Palkia, which fine, which is fine, which is fine. But we were different. Yeah, I know we were being sucked into Pokemon's massive Ponzi scheme, but it's it's you know he went the other way. Mm-hmm. I went that mm-hmm. way. Suddenly, I think that was our first instance of individuality, where we wanted to go the other way. And we were like, I'm like, yeah, Palkia is the cooler one. Uh, Dialga is a four-legged dog that just roars. Palkia controls the space, whatever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the mere fact that I took the that I wanted that that he took the initiative to go the other way, mm. and that's when yeah. I realized we were two different people. I like that, but it sounds see because the way the story again in my mind, I was hearing it, I was like. Okay, he's, you know, Bright over here is laying the tracks of you guys being such different people, but it sounds like there's still, there's a, just because you're different doesn't mean that there's a lack of love, that there's a lack of support. It's just, exactly. No, I, I see. Okay. It's different personality types. That's, that's mm-hmm. really what it is. Different views on life, um, different looks. Obviously, he's taller, darker hair, brown eyes. Mm-hmm. I have blue eyes. Um, 
and he 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 was first. I know people like asking that, but it was by a minute. Like fuck yes. off. It's not count it. It's on the board. Uh, what's the biggest thing you've learned having a, a twin brother? Wow, that's you're you're asking me to go back twenty one years. Uh, I um. I'm just kind of trying to recount our relationship and how it... It can even be in the present. You don't have to go all the way to the very beginning. You could even talk about your time now. Um... You have a duty when there is mutual love to be there with that, for them. You have a duty, I feel. Um, if it's a family member you love, you know... And that neither of us are perfect in our approach. Mm -hmm. You know, there were some days, there were some days where I, like when I was younger, I thought he was much more intelligent than me. Not saying he's dumb, but I'm just saying I thought the gap was much wider, per se. Mm -hmm. And that any of my input would not be valid, right? Okay. But it was really... Um, it was really now that we talk each other out, we're pretty much on like the same level with both the same amount of flaws and the same amount of intelligence. Mm -hmm. And you got to acknowledge that, that like both of you, like there, there is because you're, you're raised to compare each other throughout your entire life. Sure. And that, that is, that is, that has contributed to a lot of fears, goals, aspirations, and my entire personality type of mine. Wow, right. Okay with yeah. just being constantly compared where it even invades your mind first, first single-handedly first handedly. And it's, it's like now we're at the point where we are two different people and that's a good thing. Mm. We both have the same amount of perspective just in different areas, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe and, and it was like, you know, he's, He's going to college for chemical engineering. I'm going to college for cybersecurity. And uh, he'll ask me tech questions. I'll ask him math. math. I did the fucking thing again. I said meth instead of math. Oh Tits gosh. instead of tips. You're on a whole other wavelength. You're on a whole other thing right now. But, but I'll ask him math questions. Yeah. Um, uh, both our advice is... Our, our advice is just as valid as the others, and that is something you really need to acknowledge. I like that. Uh, tell, me, tell me about your relationship with your youngest brother. It's just the three of you, correct? Yes. All right. Tell me about it, uh, what it feels like being – I'm going to just give you guys the, the, the title of co-older brothers. We're not going to go middle child, yes. whatever. Yep, yep, yep. yep as yep. co-oldest, what is I, it I like? I thank you for that. Yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> But what is it like having like the the younger the nine year old now, and you're kind of like, all right, you're 21. There's quite a big gap. Uh, how is it? Uh, what's your relationship like? So at first, my little brother David. At first, when I'm 11 years old and having this little brother, I'm like, I'm not fucking ready for this. I'm not ready to be a role model. I'm not ready to <laughs> take care of a little brother. No, it's it, it, sure you may laugh. No, but it I is like a very, that. It's scary feeling like yeah. it's, it's um huh. and as we got into high school my my twin john he, he was the one going out and with the car he had the license first he had the job first 
Mm. And my family would leave the house often. And I was always stuck with babysitting David. And I'm just sitting here like, I am not ready. And I, there was a part of my brain that just like wanted to deny that, like that role to like care for him to, and it sounds messed up, but it's like, uh, obviously I, I would care for him. I love him, but it just felt like I was not ready, you know? Yeah. Um, and I never, I don't know if I've ever expressed that to my parents, but I kind of just like kept my tongue in mm. and I just said, okay, fine, mom, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll babysit David. But, um, it's, it's really, um, uh, and it was weird influencing his behavior in such a way. And that like really put me off at first. That put me off for years, frankly, um, where I was interested in Zelda. Suddenly he's interested in Zelda. And to me, that that was scary. Like I wasn't because my brother was becoming his own person. I was not I was more adapted to that and going towards that. But at the same time, you have David in the mix where he was taking after us and becoming mm -hmm. the people we were becoming. And it was really weird for me. It was like a whole mental gymnastics thing. But, you know, at this point in our relationship, you know, and I lacked patience because again, there, it came from temper issues and stuff like that. Um, the, the shit I had before I started streaming. Um, I finally, I, I can like be at peace with him, with being the older brother, with loving and caring for him. And um, I know he's going to take after me at this point. Yeah. Um, and so at home, like, I, I've trained myself to not curse as much. And that's a huge thing for me, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm raised by Italians. And when I'm with my mom and dad on our own, we're 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 going off we're like <laughs> did you hear what the fuck he did like that kind of thing right um but with david we're, you raise him to be a very very gentle and nice child you don't want your nine-year-old son slash brother being like michael come here and play fucking Wii with me you know like let's let's just bring it back let's, yeah let's tone it down a little bit Let's, you know, this is a good kid. Let's keep him a good kid, all right? Mm -hmm. a, a lot of your background comes from your language. And so me cursing up a storm because I'm an anxious mess, it, it's like, do you have to put that on hold for him? And I'm at the point now where I can do that peacefully and with yeah. joy and confidence. And I'm really happy with how our relationship is. I talk to him. Mm. We can have full conversations. We can talk about Dragon Quest all the time. And it's mm. very, very cool. And it makes me really happy. That's awesome. It, well, especially at the young age of 11, like you're thrown into this role. You know, you didn't have any choice. Yes. And, and, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming your parents did not. Did they give you the heads up? Like, hey, we're going to. Oh, no, they told us. They told us. <laughs> My mom is pregnant. And so I was like, whoa, holy heck. And it didn't really register because mm -hmm. I'm in fifth grade still playing Pokemon, bro. I, 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 and I grew up with a twin brother. I really mixed, really mixed it up. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, I was just afraid initially, you know. But um, it's a lot better now, I think. That's awesome. 
tell me uh tell me about your relationship with your parents you said that there's a you know it's an italian household it's also a lot of a loud cursing and whatever what, what what is it you say you love them but what kind of relationship do you have with them it's a good relationship um i don't know how to describe it i don't know if i can give it a label but sure. they are my friends they are family um they uh they have not separated they 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 we are um they they are raised and i was raised under very um catholic beliefs that mm-hmm. that the family stays together yeah and um as a result it, it it's just kind of like we're open with each other if there's mm-hmm. a problem you know obviously you don't you don't like touch some subjects sure cuz you don't want to know that 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 kind of thing but you they I, I feel like I can genuinely talk about anything with either of them. Mm-hmm. So when I, um, with, uh, with my dad, um, actually, yeah, yeah we'll, st- we'll start with my dad. My dad is a manager. Okay. At a, at a dealership. I'm not going to say where, sure. um, but he has to deal with people all day. The car business is already really chaotic. He's, he's he's up there in management, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he has to deal with people. He has to deal with people not doing their job right. They have to deal with insurance and and um, making cars, creating cars, uh, and talking with all all walks of life, all different types of people in terms of jobs. And it's like at the end of the day, he knows how to come home and be a loving dad, and he's patient, and so he's very patient very analytical does not let maybe to some extent on some things but does not let his emotions dictate how he is and i have really taken up that kind of thing like i really like sure i can bitch to my friends all i want but i i think before i do things you know i i look at things in the bigger picture from a management perspective like how do I approach this? How can I do this in the best way possible? How can I not make anyone upset? How can I work with people? Mm-hmm. And whenever it's like a business or just talking or communication, that is the that is when I go to my dad. I'm like, Dad, and I've and it's and it's I'll get on to that next point in a second, but it's me going to him and being like, Dad, how do I accept this job? How do I apply for this job? Dad, how do I deal with this situation, this social situation? Yeah. How do I um how do I do this? How do I fix my toilet? How do I like how Truth. Yeah. How, how do you be a man? Okay. How do you how to be Fair. the best man I can possibly be? The best person. Mm-hmm. But um and with my mom, with my mom, actually, wait, one more thing with my dad. Um, of course. And it was only recently where I've realized that he went through the anxieties I did when he was at my age. Um, and I, uh, I, I talk to him when I do have anxiety. I'm like, dad, I'm feeling this way. Mm-hmm. What do I do? And he acknowledges that the the fact that I'm um, talking about these feelings, that acknowledging that I feel this way is a very mature thing, and he he helps he helps me work through it. Um, 
And he also taught me one more thing about my dad. I fucking love my dad. Um, <laughs> it's the Italian family, man. He, you get that. He really taught me to go to the beat of my own drum. Okay. Because he went at the beat of his own drum. Um, he does things that most 60 year old dads don't do. And they're not a thing bad. It's just based on age. Um, and he, he is his own man. And something he did was like, he, he said, like, I gave up alcohol at the age of, um, it was his early 20s, where I'm at right now. And he, he told me, like, just his feelings on that and how he was. And to, be, to play to my own drum, and just because everyone else is drinking doesn't mean I have to. And I'm sitting here at 21 years of age, and I have never sipped alcohol in my life. Hmm. So he taught me how to look at things analytically, how to de- deal thing- with things logically, how to um, deal with anxiety, and how to go to the beat of your own drum. And he has really shaped me into who I am today. Do you, do you think that this also came out when you... For example, when you told your your parents that you were streaming, this is not you know streaming is not a regular thing, uh, especially in today. Like it's it's fairly new in terms of even a hobby. Uh, did they also have the same, I guess, specifically with your dad mindset of like, oh, my son, you know, Bright is going to the beat of his own drunk. He's he's taking on this new. Yeah, I he um he definitely he wanted to learn about it, and that was important. Right, yeah. he didn't just say you're wasting your time because my dad is never like that. Yeah, unless I went to college for a liberal arts degree, then he'd tell me I'm wasting my time. But um, <laughs> that's, I think that's the only time he would tell me I'm yeah. wasting my time. Yeah. But um, he he had he had wanted to know um, what, what what was I doing? So first, I had to justify. I was like dad i'm making money it's like oh really i was like yeah i'm making money that's why you hear me scream in my bed where <laughs> in my uh, bedroom so yeah. you have to understand that um yeah just so they wouldn't think i was accomplishing nothing you got to get that barrier out of the way obviously it's always um, the money it with parents it's always the money first that's all no, that's the opening like, you use the money to justify why you're acting so bombastically in your bedroom and why Correct. you are talking to a wall so that's, That's the first barrier. But then but then when he when he um when he realizes, okay, okay, so this is making my son happy. And so then he asks me tech questions. What am I doing on the stream? What is going on on the screen? Why are there a bunch of words and people in chat? Why am I talking to a wall? What is the setup? Why do I have a mic on? Why is this mm-hmm. mic like this? Why can I <laughs> We're back. Nah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I did I did that <laughs> nah. intentionally. Oh, I, I said half it and not here at all. Uh but um it's he he went he went that extra mile to learn about what I was doing and it's something I've appreciated for a very long time. Um and uh yeah. I don't know. Um, I like that. No, I like that. How about uh, let me let me transition over though, okay? It sounds like your dad took this new hobby and passion of yours and invested himself into it. He, he resonated and, and really walked with the path of, all right, I'm someone who, who followed in his own footsteps. My son is doing the same thing. 
Let's invest yes. into this. Let's 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 learn about his world because this is a totally new world to him. I think any parent that shows interest in their kid's hobby, of course, if the hobby is safe and such, um, oh, yeah. it, it's a game changer. Like that is so empowering to the child um, to have an adult validate like, oh, this is actually pretty cool what you're doing. Like this is, hey, I'm going to encourage you, fail or not. Um, for your passion, because clearly this is something that you're interested in, and who knows where this can take you. I love that that your dad did that for you, and and, and is doing that mm-hmm. in your life. Let's let's talk about your mom. How about your mom? Tell me about your relationship with your mother. So, so here's the thing with my mom. Um, okay. Oh man, <laughs> taking the drink of the water. It's a good thing. Good, good thing. Okay, good okay, things. okay. This is my voice heard. Um, <laughs> no problem. No problem. Take your time. Uh, my the thing with my dad is I I tell you all these things with him, but these are some of the few conversations we have because he's always at work, right? So it was really my 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 dad was the breadwinner and my mom spent time with my brothers, right? She took us out to groceries, she drove us to school, she did all the school shit, right? Um, and there are so many things with my mom that I feel like I can't hit them all, right? So many good things. She, um, I love her. We, and it's like, we look exactly the same face, facial wise, which is really interesting. So, uh, the first impression people get of me and my mom is it'll be like, wow, your son looks like you or wow, you look like your son. Yeah. Um, and I think that is very apparent because we've just, been there like obviously when you're growing up to an extent your mother has to treat you like a son like michael do your homework mike do this that the other thing and it was really my mom that got me through um school because i'm just like i want to fucking do this and she is the one that sat down and was like michael you're going to do this uh because i am asking you to and if you're going to debate me then it's not then you're going to have a problem right um and so she encouraged me to like get my shit together not be a lazy asshole okay and approach things like with confidence with like i have to get this done have to get it done right and you know you hear a lot about her life and i feel like i can talk to her about literally anything and i love her love her dearly and um it's like you know our 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 time like i if ever now you see she's definitely like uh she's like a friend okay like if i want to talk to something about my dad with my dad i'll run it by her first i'll be like mom i gotta do this we gotta do this least thing how do we do this and she'll tell me her opinion, and then she'll tell me how we approach it with that, right? Um, and I, uh, y- y- you know, I if we could talk about other things, like we're, we're both movie fanatics. We are both psychos with movies, okay? Um, like, if she can look at a movie, she could look at, like, the first 10 minutes and immediately decide how the plot's going to go, right? Mm-hmm. And the best movies are when she can't get that immediately. And I'm, I, I took a cinema class. I, I'm like, a, I'm worse than her, okay? And she's the one person I can talk to that appreciates, 
like when I'm talking about movies, I'll be like, "Did you see this with um the, the, the uh I don't know um, what was the last one? The Truman Show. Ooh, good movie. The Truman Show, my favorite movie of all time. Every time when I'm watching it with her, I'm like, "They're doing an ad right there. Look how they push them there. They it goes in that frame. Uh, that person is acting like this because they are an actor for Truman or whatever, you know." Mm-hmm. And I just share as many details as I can possibly find, even behind the behind the scenes shit. Like after I'm done watching something, I want to know how it's made. Hell okay, yeah. I can sit down, analyze a movie, watch it. Um, I guess that's why I'm doing a lot of the last SP lore. But yeah, <laughs> uh, the uh, like I can, um, I, I I sit down and I look at everything, and I can talk to her about anything. That comes to mind. I could talk to her about religion. I could talk to her about politics. I could talk about quite literally anything I want. And we bounce off each other. She's always there for me. She's always a call away from me. God damn, she is a great fucking woman for raising three <laughs> amazing boys and being such a loving mother, wife, yeah. sister. Just She has taken hmm. a lot of burdens on her back. And she just went forward. She's just she she knows how to deal with things. Yeah. And um yeah, that's that that's my mother. And I'm proud that she's my mother. I'm gonna and yeah. I'm gonna I wanna make two moments tonight, and this is the first one, all right? I like mm-hmm. to I like to think of these shows as time capsules every now and then. You know, I like yeah. to think that uh, uh, down the road, years later, who knows what you and I will both be doing. But, you know, as long as this is over on YouTube, you can always go back to it and say, wow, this was a point in my life and this is what I was thinking and this is what my family uh, is to me. So I want to give you one moment. What is something you would like to tell your family um, and in, in kind of the position of something that they should never forget about you uh, in terms of how you feel about them? I like that you think. Like no, you... dude, you have me tearing up. Oh, what? I'm sorry. You have me tearing up. Hmm. Why? I, it's just... It, it, it's like hit me how much they've done for me. But isn't that um, a good thing? That we it, have... it is a very good thing. These are, these are tears of happiness. Um, it's... I don't think any. I don't think anyone would come flying out, but it it, it had me. Um, hmm. It something I want to say to them mm-hmm. in terms of like a something your family should never forget about you. I am the person I am today because of you guys. Everyone involved. It's not just my parents. Just with my brothers too. Even my fucking dogs had something to do with it. <laughs> but I um thank you for making me into the person I am today. And I will forever appreciate you, even if I am distant sometimes, even if I am mm. bad with communication. I um mm. 
I really appreciate what you did. And I know you guys know you did a good job. You tell me every day. And I want you to know that I that I hear you and I I wouldn't be here <laughs> without you guys. That's so beautiful. So, I like that a lot. Yeah. I think sometimes, you know, and you don't even have to wait years to to tell them this, but like sometimes, no. you know, we have those kind of words and thoughts unsaid. And it's a shame that they never get to hear it uh, from you in your voice. And so it's really cool to, to have heard that. Uh, and, and as an homage to not just your parents, but your, your siblings, your pets, everyone involved that culminated to 21 years of, of who Bright Glow is now. That's really awesome. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm, proud, of yeah. the, I'm, I'm proud of you sharing that. And I'm thankful, I think is a better word than proud. But uh, let, me, let me transition you over, all right, to the next topic here. Let's talk a little bit about okay. education. You mentioned that high school had quite a few stories, and so I really wanted to dig into there. Now, can I go back a little bit with of education? Sure. Because I have like a very interesting case. I'm going to start, and it's just going to be a general group. Okay. I'm going to start kindergarten through eighth grade. <laughs> okay. This is very. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's going to be one group. It's going to be one group. It's not going to okay. go K, okay, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> it's it, yeah. because it all shares. I got with you. Theme. I got you. For nine years, I went to a Catholic school. Okay. Same here. Yeah. I like. I okay. went to a Catholic school for nine years where you're raised with the same class, raised under very religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned what Catholic school taught me was to learn to say goodbye because I never talked to, like, I do not talk to any of them these days, right? They taught me to let go. Really? And and this is and the pressure in eighth and seventh grade, where they're like, if, "Yo, for your high school, you should go to a Catholic school. You should go to this local Catholic school. That you should go to a very high academy for boys to, that become men. You know, we will we'll raise your boys right. Though you'll will, and then if you were to even suggest, yeah, I'm going to a public school. Fuck you guys. I, Mm-mm. It's." You're forgotten. Nobody is going to come with you to high school. And that's what happened with me in high school. Nobody in my Catholic school, nobody but my brother uh, and I came to high school. May, uh, to a public high school, you're saying? Public high school, yeah. yes. May I ask a question? Why, uh, why did you make that change from going to a Catholic I didn't make that change. My parents made that change. And they okay. did that just because they were talking to people and they were talking about my local high school. Okay. And people were just saying, Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're on. This this school's fine. This this is this is all fine and good and dandy. <laughs> yeah. I don't I I don't I don't see the hype. Um and they were right. I I got more out of a public high school than I would have gotten out of a Catholic high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um well, let's talk about high school. Let's talk about High school bright glow. There are two sides to this story, right? There are two things that are happening at the same time. Yeah. There's there's high school bright glow in my very local high school who is made fun of, is bullied. And it's not even, you wouldn't even call it direct bullying. It's like treating you specially, right? They could be having a, they could have a, have a regular conversation. I come in, I say hi. They're like, Yo, Mike, what's up, dude? What's up? What's up? Yo, Falcon, did you do this? And because I, they used to call me Falcon for some reason, but they're like, and I would give them a reaction and they keep going mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over again. 
and it was very invalidating because I could I felt like I could never be taken seriously, and so I was just silenced throughout high school. I fe- I feel you know, um, I was very insecure with myself because yeah. um, I just wouldn't be taken seriously or whatever, and. Um, I, I played lacrosse for the first two years, trying to do something I enjoyed, right? But then facing the reality that I was not athletic enough to join varsity, even after training for sophomore year, I still got put on the B team, you know? Mm. And it was accepting that I, I, it was not something I was enjoying and that some things are just not made uh, for me as a person, right? So... um I, uh, as a result, I kind of just like went in a shell. People weren't taking me seriously. Um, and this is, and I wasn't getting much help with it. And except for my parents telling me to do my homework assignments, right? What do you mean? And help, help with what? Just like, just like, I didn't feel my feelings were validated. I, f- I did not feel like I had as much of a voice in high school nice. as I do now, right? I'm not faulting my parents for this. This was just like a general thing that was hard to bring up to them, you know? Okay. Like, it's... Uh, it's um, it, it was hard to be myself. It was hard to just um, get how I'm feeling out there without being made fun of or taken less seriously. Mm-hmm. And so that is the side of high school that I do not ever look back to. I didn't even go to fucking prom. Okay, dude. Like I I I I I do not feel I was within the culture of my high school. I, I, I know it sounds like the outsider becomes a Twitch streamer type bullshit, but it's true. You know, it's it. Um, it. I, I, I could not function in high school. I could not like, like I, I took honors classes, but I got B's and A's and C's later on. And I wasn't even thinking about college. I was like, I was so repressed and so lazy that I was just like, I mean, this college thing is okay, whatever. I don't really need to do this. I mean, I don't know. And it took my mom to sit down and was like, Michael, you're going to college mm-hmm. because it is the right thing to do. And you're going to get there. I know it's hard. I know it's a lot to work through, but I will work through with it. I will help you. And um, I went to college, right? Like I... And here I am in my junior year, finals week. I have, um, oh, I'll get to that later. Well, hold uh, on, but... hold on, Bright. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. We got to park What's the bus up? a little bit because here, here's the thing. Yeah. I didn't even get the ad. You, you, you ran with this. I'm, I'm listening in and I'm taking in a lot of what you're throwing down. <laughs> but not my apologies. No, no, don't worry about it. But uh, to kind of break it down your, your story so we can get a little organized, you know, the first question I've always asked was like, you know, and, and again, what you've shared so far is a lot of bits and pieces. You know, I was expecting to transition from the, the, the grade school to high school with the start of it. But where where did you fit in? What was your stereotype click or cliche 
of a of a high school student. Where did you fit into this mold? Because I'm not. That is the that is the second part that I was going to get to. Okay. So, um, so we so we have Michael Breglow in high school, not fitting in with everybody. It was outside of the high school during high school the high school years, but just outside of the high school mm-hmm. is where I finally fit in. Um, and so let's talk about that. Okay. Um, I was a nerd. I was a gamer. Say loud and proudly. I know gamer is a meme word now, but that's what I was. I, I played a lot of video games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was playing Minecraft constantly, Skyping my friends, Skyping the homies. Um, <laughs> And that, that's kind of what carried me through grade school. But in high school, I needed social interaction, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so freshman year, you know, when I'm in high school, I'm trying to be friends with everyone through lacrosse, through whatever. It didn't work out, whatever. Um, but outside of high school, um, I found kind of a calling, right? I found that I had a very competitive nature to myself after years of being compared to a twin brother, right? After years of just working through all that, yeah, I decided um, I played a lot of Smash Brothers. I played a lot of Smash Brothers with my twin brother. What happens if you get if you take that farther? What happens when you go that way? And that's where I went, and I got into competitive Smash when um in high school and so competitive smash allowed me to make a lot of friends right mm-hmm. um and that's the click i fit into i fit into the people playing at 10 at night grinding your character online to get better to go to the local tourney and whoop ass you know I was I was not um that great in high school comparatively. Mm-hmm. Like I could hold my own. I was better than all my friends, but I um I played Smash and I developed rivalries and in fact that is how I met one Mr. Colin Smoke. Uh I went to a rival. Local... Yes. Wow. I uh, went to a local tournament. He beat me the first time, convincingly. <laughs> and I never let that happen again. <laughs> Where's the documentary? I, Where's your Smash documentary? I'm waiting for this. I trained like a motherfucker, dude. Yeah? Who'd you main? I, in, so, in Smash 4, during high school, Yeah. I mained low-tier Ike. Mm. Okay? Um, but then I started using Cloud, because... I don't know. I wanted to win. <laughs> but, and he just felt similar to Ike. Sure. But um, I trained. And then um, those were years of just like being in Discord calls with the Ike community and just hearing what they had to say. Mm. And then there were some very, very toxic sides oh, yeah. of the Smash community. And, you know, if July 2020 was any indicator... It's just, it's mm. in some aspects, it silenced me further, you know, mm-hmm. getting told, Bright, you're fucking wrong. 
right. D -d 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 you main Ike. You don't fucking count. You know, like it just. It was not good for any individual to go through on, on the online perspective, at least. But from yeah. the locals' perspective, I met my best friend, man. Yeah. I met a great group of friends. My rival, my best friend. A, how did he, a fucking brother at this point. But how did he go from rival to best friend, though? What was the you know call and smoke? How did that? How did so, that transition? So okay, over? so so you have to kind of know like what um what the uh, beginning was because yeah. I was desperate in high school. Okay, I'm not even saying that lightly. I was fucking desperate for friends. Okay, okay, because I was clearly not getting along with um people in my high school. Right. So Colin whooped my ass. I was I'm talking shit at him the entire tournament, right? Mm -hmm. It's like I'm gonna fuck you up, kid. You know, and he fucks me up, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so, um, and all that happened was I just I just simply said, "Hey, I'd love to get to know you more." And I was like very very like insisting on getting to know him more. Like I he'll tell you I was a complete nerd about it, mm -hmm. but. Um, I just needed a friend, dude. Like, I, I think that at that point, that was just like instinct or like um, uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs kicking in, being like, <laughs> Michael, you need a friend. You need yeah. an actual fucking friend. Mm -hmm. And I, I did not care how I looked. I needed a friend, you know? And yeah. so um, we did a YouTube video together and that ultimately like got us closer. Oh. We shared the interest of Smash and um that's that's really what happened uh like well let me let me take us though all right so it sounds like you really cultivated not just a friendship or a social group but an identity outside of high school but it was during yes. that same time so when you are living this life as a as a gamer that was you know being competitive in this scene and the scene was fairly hot at the time it sounds like well, from what i remember because yeah. i i saw a couple of those smash documentaries so I'm, I'm 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 recalling those times where yeah local there's local tournaments people are coming through mm -hmm. and there's national tournaments all that jazz what was it like then going from such a supportive or even just having an identity and a group of friends and then going back to school as, oh, okay, well, here's this place that really wasn't the, the, the best for me. It, it, was, it was something different. It was something that was a, a, a stark contrast to the world outside of high school. Um, I just kind of had to deal with it. Like, it made me very upset to go in and not like fit in and not um be heard mm -hmm. but whenever i was in high school because it's such a blur to me at this point it was me looking forward to those times where i'd get outside of high school and hang out with my friends play smash you know yeah and that's why i got really lazy in high school because <laughs> i was like dude what the fuck i don't i don't care at this point like if i'm not Let's wrap it up if nobody's listening to me why do i care about my grades why should i care about college and it took my mom to be like well mm, i get you but it should really really think about your future here michael and mm. actually pushing me to do shit with myself what was uh what was the way you handled with mental health in high school when you're when you're juggling all these different aspects in your life at the time um, I mean, 
so my brother had to go to a social worker and so i was just kind of dragged along with that okay. and i guess she helped to an extent but then she was like you should start taking drugs and i'm like no what the fuck mm. no i'm not doing that yeah. uh lady you don't know me and um i i just wasn't very receptive to that kind of therapy you know and so with mental health it was a lot of venting to friends there's a ton of venting in fact Mm. because if if i if because i can't just like write shit i couldn't just write shit down and then throw it out like on the note like how i was feeling yeah it it was a lot of cursing it was a lot of venting it was a lot of frustration with smash it was just a, it was just a swirl of like um i cannot show weakness in high school but outside of high school i can show as much as possible and like before, when having friends, because Colin introduced me to an entire group of friends, um, before I would just be like thinking, like after a get together or whatever, I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, they're going to remember how I said this or whatever. And they're just going to hold it against me because that's just how people in high school were. They, wow. they kept bringing up embarrassing things. And yeah. so I did not know how to be a friend. I did not know how to be happy around different friends that actually cared for what I wanted to say. I was just always doubtful of like, it even still happens a little bit today, you know, but I, to, to an extent it happens to everyone. But for me, it was like, mm-hmm. I, I stumbled over my words here when talking over it, when, when talking to this person or I accidentally talked over this person, I would think of every single social situation I was in, connect the dots and I'd get on my own case about it. They wouldn't give a shit. That's the thing. They wouldn't give a shit. But I was just not used to having people that loved me aside from my family, like people outside of my family loving me and caring about what I had to say. And so that's where my greatest fear in life comes from, of being undermined and being looked over and spoken over. And it has made me become a very very loud person as a result hmm. so wow. holy cow yeah I'm, I'm i think i'm that, that that was actually a very like that was an eye-opening moment uh and and let me I'll, I'll break the fourth wall with you right of 77 shows you are probably number one ranked number one in terms of taking the bull by the horns and and running with it i i have barely asked any questions <laughs> And you have, and no, this is not an insult. This is not even a call out. I like, you make my job a lot easier. Why do you think I'm sitting back? All right. I got, I got, I have the rare opportunity for this show to fucking sit back and be like, all right, let's see what he's got. And then I'll, I'll try to fix the pieces if there's anything. But what you just shared at that moment, and I hope people are paying attention to that. You're literally saying that like, oh my gosh, from the, from the start of the show now it's coming all in and and I'm, I'm starting to see it. You you have this not just want but this need to be heard, and yeah. and it's a necessity. Like we we talk about that hierarchy. This is one of those necessities. It's not an option. All right. And because of mm-hmm. your past, because of your high school experience, and and you know I'm I'm sorry for that, but you know I I hope those words don't fall flat. But it shaped you into being more vocal and to be you know standing up for yourself in 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 terms yeah. of of. of making sure that if you are going to have a relationship with someone, whether it be platonic or romantic, like you are going to be unapologetically yourself and, and, and vocal about 
you know, your wants, your needs and, and who you are as yeah. an individual. I love that. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? I think I needed you to say that to me, Bright. I'm be honest with you. Because I was, I've been trying to size, like I've been trying to figure out how the show is going and how we're gonna communicate with one another. But now I, now that I know that, like it gives me a greater understanding of how to facilitate. I love that, honestly, Bright. That was, that's, like this was, this was one of those aha moments of 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 the show for me. It just it, internally, and I just needed you to know that that was really great. I, I appreciate you Thank for you. sharing that. So, Thank you. Taking you in into high school, all right. So you're <laughs> drudging your way through. You're you're dragging your feet. And that's four years of just like, I don't care for this. I have a life outside of this. I have an identity outside of this. And clearly nobody else gives a shit. And, yeah. and, and you know, I, I just want to be done. Well, let's take you to that final week. All right. Let's take you to that cap and gown moment where you're like, all right. Oh, yes. Right. What okay. you got? So. So it, it also came from being silenced and being compared. Right. Yeah. And so the last week of school, I don't even fucking think about graduation because this is when I graduated as a person, right? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Let's talk about woman for a second. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Um, uh, buckle in, buckle in. So the last week, um, there's a picture of my brother and I. We're just in shades. We just have a polo shirt. And it was our last day of school, shorts, Crocs. Um, and it, it's just us finally not giving a fuck. It is one of my favorite pictures of myself <laughs> ever, right? Yeah, yeah. But that has nothing to. That's just kind of like I'm kind of setting the scene, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really looking for a relationship. Maybe at certain points in high school, I was because of how media forces you to think that way and how. Uh, expectations from others really fuck you up, but uh, mm -hmm. it. Um, I wasn't looking for a relationship, but I was just talking with my friend. Okay, it was study hall last period. Okay. There was this really cute girl in my uh, chemistry class, right? A okay. fucking irony, but <laughs> uh, just, um, but uh, I literally she sat in the front row. We spoke maybe a couple times, whatever. This is cute, you know, and I was just walking to a vending machine from study hall, my friend. She mm. happened to be in that study hall, and I was just talking to my friend. He's like, yeah, they're, they're all cute, whatever. But this girl's cute. I was like, yeah, she's cute. She's whatever. Different girls. And then they bring up the, the girl in question in this story. And I was just like, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd go out with her. She's cute. I like her. And then he's like, yeah, but you wouldn't fucking do anything about it, would you? And he was still one of those people that kind of just went like, yeah, Mike. And so that's when I decided, fuck it. Fuck you. I'm doing what I want. I'm out of here anyway. So if I flop here, it doesn't fucking matter. Okay? Okay. So I went up to her. And she's just on her laptop. And I'm like, I'm like, you know how Spike Siegel stands in Cowboy Bebop, where he's just kind of leaned over, hand in pockets. Hundred percent, hundred percent, good reference. Um, I kind of like approached her, just like looking at her screen, mm. and, which was a risky move because she could have been looking at something really bad. But <laughs> uh, I don't recommend you guys do that. It's an invasion but, of privacy, but all right. <laughs> um, yeah, especially that. <laughs> But it wasn't an issue because she was just looking at bathing suits. And I just said, like, 
me look at that. I, I, like, I like the more of the polka dots. I Wait, just started a conversation. What? That's one of the worst things you could read. I thought she was going to be no, looking no, at No, no. I don't. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was because she okay. was a very casual person, and 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 like Hot Girl Summer was about to pop off. Like, bro, like she was looking for bathing suits. Clearly, hey, good look, yeah. And and so I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to be helpful. I'm not going to be like, ooh, that one would bring your boobs out. Blah 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 blah. I'm going to be like, yeah, I like the one that that one looks. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I was like, yeah, I like the one with the the, the pattern on there. And then we just started talking and talking and talking. And, and I just straight up told her, I was like, dude, I would like to get to know you more straight up. And then, you know, we were, we were in that, like for a very brief period of time, you're we in like a very talking phase. Mm-hmm. And, um, one, and like the entire time, my friends were on the other side of the room being like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. And I'm not giving a shit because it's my last day of high school. Let me be my own fucking person. Let me have some confidence in myself for once in my goddamn life within high school. Mm. And like, she was cute. Sure. It would, it would, would it been have great to date her further? Yes. We went on one coffee day and she decided, bro, you're going to college. This isn't going to work out. I was like, yeah, that's yeah, you're right. But I did that intentionally, not even like what was in the forefront of my mind was not even for um, a relationship or like hooking up or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was for, and I, and I say this clearly because this was very present in my mind. Like I did this because I wanted to prove to myself that I can do this. I do have that confidence to approach life like that. Oh, I do have and I think that's when I graduated. Not when I had the fucking cap mm-hmm. and gown bullshit. All right, I was out of there. Like, I don't care. They had to, you had to, you got like a fake diploma. Then you had to go to class to get a real one. Yeah. The graduation was nice. I got to see my grandma. My gra- grandma was there. My cousin was there. My aunt was there. Whatever. Cool. Walk down the line like every other fucking graduation. Yeah. But I graduated when I asked that girl out. I like that. And um that's that's when I decided I I I decided, you know what? I this is how I'm going to look at life. This is like your story arc. I I'm in, that's that's fascinating cuz it, it, it <laughs> I agree with you. I think well no, I, it's not necessarily even agreeance. It's just like it's so awesome that you 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 took that challenge upon yourself where you're just like, you know, fuck it. What do I got to lose? And I feel like yeah. there should be more moments of that in our lives where we we're like, you know what? I need to I need to push myself. I need to test out different waters. I need to jump into the cold pool, and it's gonna be shocking, and it's gonna be weird and hurt. But like, eventually, you're gonna adapt, and and you're gonna you're gonna flourish. And so that was really awesome that you you took that upon you that 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 task. When you graduated high school, bright, all right. Mm-hmm. I assume. Well, we we kind of know a little bit of where you are now. You you went the college route. Was it community four year? What are we talking? You don't have to give me. I'm a, I, no, I got, I got, no, I'm fine with naming my college. Oh, okay. Um, I am at a four-year program at nice. Pennsylvania College of Technology. Awesome. It, is a, it, is, it is a college that's like a trade school. Now, mm-hmm. um, I didn't do great on the SATs. I got a 1,200. And, and if you know Pennsylvania schools, they're very competitive. Really? That's who they let in. Okay. And um, there's a lot of them. 
but they're super competitive. So even going to the state schools, you need like a 1250, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't mm -hmm. have that. And they were like, haha, no. I was like, okay, fine. Um, and it sucked because I lo lost a lot of my friends. And I went, and this goes back to the letting go thing. Because um, I was going off to a new college, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't talk to anyone from my high school. But outside of my high school, you know, I still talk to those people, obviously. Um, seeing as I'm doing an entire fucking SMP with some mm -hmm. of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, a afterwards, I just kind of like learned to like go off to college. And yeah. so I went to a college with a 94% acceptance rate. Now that sounds like I'm going to the, the you know, community college or whatever, but it it's a college that's hands-on. But a lot of people forget that it's an actual college. And so as a result, there's like a 48% graduation rate, you know, out of mm -hmm. the 94% that are let in. Um, it's a great way to make money, to be honest. Uh, Penn College and whatever. But, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> mm -hmm. and, um, so I went the four-year route. My parents were very stem or die. And I was too. I was not about to do it. I can't do liberal arts. I do not have the brain for that. So I do. I can't do math either. So I went cybersecurity. Um, I wanted to do digital forensics at first, but I did not want to look at horrible, horrible videos all day that I don't need to really break down. But I felt like that would have an adverse effect on my mental health. So I did cybersecurity instead. Um, and it, uh, I it's so. If we, if, we, if we call back to high school, how I had that no-fucks-given attitude about asking that one girl out, um, I, I, I went into college a completely egotistical asshole because mm. I could finally, finally be like, this is who I am. All right, all these people in Williamsport, Pennsylvania are wearing camouflage and bullshit like that. I'm wearing blue sunglasses a polka dot button down and blue shorts like i don't give a fuck dude i look like i my style was literally pixar's new character and in, in that movie luca like i <laughs> oh, look exactly I like him. i saw the tweet like, i saw the tweet <laughs> but that's that's how i dressed yeah and um that's how i looked and so um i went into college and I went into the Smash scene at college, too, because why not, right? Um, that's where I got really good at Smash. That was a good time. Mm -hmm. um, but I, uh, it, it took them to dial me back. They took them to humble me a bit. They were like, Mike, you're kind of being an asshole right now. I was like, yeah, I am. But let me have this. I haven't had this for the past 18 years. Hmm. So um, it that's kind of... In terms of your, your time in college, with what you're studying right now, do you feel like that's the, the right place for you to be? Halfway. The good, thing about, the good thing about cybersecurity is it covers a lot of bases, and I know I'll be able to get an IT-related job after college. Okay. But even with a cybersecurity degree, if I decide to go the other way, it's still a degree that ensures trust. Mm. You know, so I don't know what I'd be doing exactly after college, whether that be penetration testing, network defense, auditing, uh, policy writing, 
but or even something outside but i know it's a safe field and i know that things just kind of happen yeah. along the way yeah. um and i'm not worried about where i end up you know nice. because that degree is very versatile and cybersecurity and technology as a field will never ever plateau definitely no oh i like that i like that let me uh let's move us to the third uh segment here of life stories all right right and mm -hmm. it's about your work history. Now, I take this segment similar to a resume, all right? So I'm not looking for one-off jobs. I'm not looking for weekend gigs. But in general, how many jobs have you had that you would put on a resume today? One. I worked right. at a giant. Wait, what? A, a grocery giant? store. I worked at, it's a grocery store. Uh, that's my one job I've ever had. Um, how old were you when you, you got the gig, and how would you find out about it? 16, 17, I needed money. My brother applied. Yeah. They did not like me at Giant. <laughs> Wait, why, why, why? Unpack this. Unpack this for me. What the hell happened with you because and Giant? I did not work efficient. I didn't work as efficiently as others. You know, they keep count of like how many items per second you scan. That's and I was always at the bottom of the board and they'd give me shit for it. Well, like what kind okay? of shit? Are we talking? They'd be like, Michael, you need to be faster. Michael, you should know the codes of fruits by now. Sorry, the only code I know is 4011 bananas. What else do you want from me? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. I'm already taking your shit job. You're already making me do carts and cashier work. You're already making me scan the entire fucking store. And you're still bitching to me that I do not have enough items per second scanned. 4011 bananas, I, correct? Yes. Wow. And that's I'll never the only one I remember <laughs> because bananas are the most common fruit purchased. Mm -hmm. But, like, I, you know, again, this, this was also along my laziness in high school and no desire to improve myself. Um, but, like, I just, the, the, the people I did the items for, they were fine with me. I only got yelled at twice, but fuck them, you know, they were shit people. Mm -hmm. But, like truth, I, truth. like I, like one guy was just like he's he was in the sun all day, and was like, "I want my fucking total now!" And just yelling at some poor sixteen-year-old kid that doesn't even have his driver's license. Like, okay, dude, you're real big man. <laughs> yeah. And then this other lady just gave me shit. Like, this is not how you pack it. You should pack it like this. I was like, okay, thanks for telling me how to do my job. Of course, I'm not arguing with these people because I'm a shy little piece of uh little piece of work, but. Um, yeah. what is you know, a, I oh, go ahead. I had to work Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, okay. gosh, yeah. Now, here's the thing about my Super Bowl Sunday do you remember who uh was in the Super Bowl in 2017? 2018? Uh, I forgot. 20, uh, 2018? Yeah, um, uh, tip of the tat is does it have something to do with the Patriots? Does it have something to do with Baltimore? Does it have something? I don't know. I, I, I think we're the I think the Patriots were in that Super Bowl, but it's the other team. Oh, you gotta remember where I'm no. from. Pit Pittsburgh? No. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, you said uh, holy shit, how am I forgetting it? Pennsylvania, Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. Oh my god! Super Bowl Sunday, when I worked the giant food stores. You're done. You're done. Hell. Four-hour shift where I had to do both cashier and carts. 
And every 30 minutes, they would play the Eagles theme song on the intercom. How does that go? No, 15 minutes. Every 15 minutes, they did that. What's the Eagles theme song? What is it? What? what? Fly, Eagles, fly. I don't know the rest. But, <laughs> Damn it. Uh, All right. <laughs> okay. Um, and then if, I, I feel like if you're a Patriots fan in that sword, you would get shot. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Would I mean, it's diehards like, over in Philly, dude. Fan, there was one Patriots fan, and everyone stared at him like a hawk. Thanks. It was crazy. And it was also a cold, rainy day. Mm-hmm. And when I did carts, when I did carts, um, I could get a whole stack. I'd put it in after just struggling to put it in. And mm-hmm. that same amount would be back out there. It was psychological torture. Jeez. And then cat doing the cash register, you're lying. You're, you're fucked either way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think they put me on carts because of my items per minute. Yeah. I like that. But, what is like, uh, what's something you learned though working yeah. there? How to talk to people better, how to deal with problems, how to kind of uh, it's, it's kind of a crude way of saying it, but kind of how to take it up the ass and do your job, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, like it, you you dealt with people, you dealt with people spilling shit, you dealt with people not not communicating what they want. Coupons were the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But like, I um, like like it's any lesson you learn in retail. That's what I learned, you know. So that's true. I like that. I, I know that's a crude way of saying it, but that's just kind of how it's just how you speak. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault you for it. What uh, yeah. how long did you last at that gig at the grocery store? All of senior year. Oh, wow. Okay. In high school, and then I. I uh, quit in the summer because I was going to college. Oh, I didn't so... have any any other jobs after that mm-hmm. until this summer, where I have an internship at Peloton. Awesome! Oh, so... wait, the bikes? Yes. Yo. The bikes. Okay. Okay. Do it's you really great opportunity I've been given? So, do you yourself use the uh, product? Just I don't have question. one. Oh man, I don't have one. It looks cool. I got into it purely through networking and streaming. Like a lot, yeah. of, like what they say in college is like, go to these job conventions and you'll find something. Okay, True. the Penn College job conven- conventions, half of that shit is like 95% of that shit is welding. Like none of that is IT. It's a very mm-hmm. specific part of IT. I met the networking I needed to get into Peloton just through streaming. What? And yeah, no, seriously. Oh. Um, shout out to Eric Boone. Like, holy shit. Um, that's awesome. Like, yeah. Um, that's 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 what I'd say was the the absolute best. Mm-hmm. Um What are you pulling up? What's going on here? Oh. Oh no, I, I just uh, got a thing. Uh, let me let me ask this though. Let me ask this. All right. So so it sounds like you didn't leave on bad terms. You just, it was time to go. You said goodbye, yep. which is impressive because of how shitty you, you kind of, exp- like, you were like, this place is a hellhole. I, I'm dying inside yeah. working here. Um, so your time is up. You, you quit that gig. You went off to college. Let me, uh, let me, uh, I guess, take us to where we are now. So you mentioned this, this uh, internship with Peloton. 
what are you seeking to gain from this in- internship? Wow, I feel like in, this is. I feel like I work for Peloton now with that question. I'm so <laughs> yeah. sorry, but I have to ask. Do you want me to answer it like the Peloton question? Honestly, yeah, sure. Like the interviewer? Shoot. Okay, this is what I said. I said, there's only, there's only so much college can teach you. And so I want to work at Peloton because even if I don't directly, I'm not going to go into too many details about what's out on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I had to sign some things. And I'm like, oh, and, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, even though I wanted to do this thing, even if I had to do that thing, mm-hmm. um, I really think it would bring me a lot of experience within the security field and it would really help me uh, to work for this very quickly developing company. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to learn how things go day to day. I want to learn um, things further. Like college gives you a starting point, but um, it also helps. And then it's just outside the interview yeah, of what I said. It helps with my resume. So it helps with my resume, okay? So I don't even have to give a fuck about a GPA anymore. Is that even? I forgot. Honestly. I deadass forgot. To put it on my Peloton resume, right? Your GPA? Yeah. To, my GPA is actually fucking phenomenal. It's a 3.8, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of it. And I will, I will flaunt it because I worked hard for that shit. Um, so, but I forgot to put it on the resume. I just, somehow I forgot. And then I got the internship. And I'm like, okay, I now have an internship on my resume, which I, I, I've accepted the offer. I plan to go in the summer. So I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say no to Peloton. So, um, and, and with what, the, the, what they've given me in terms of salary and how yeah. work is done, um, I'm not going to say no to that. So That's awesome, dude. I'm working at Peloton. I'm happy um, for you. That's so sick. That is so sick. And especially to find that connection through Twitch and streaming. Like that's yeah. what what a what a way to have worlds collide to to affect the the streamer's life both inside and out. That's awesome. I bet you. What if they were to ask you? All right, and uh, so Mr. Bright Glow, uh, just one last question here. What does the code four zero one one mean to you? Would you, would you? If you don't say bananas, you don't get the job. All right, that's what I'm hearing. I like it. I like oh my it. god! I'd be, I'd be. They'd have to do some personal deep soul searching. They'd have to call Giant, and they'd have to be like, "Yeah, the only one they could remember was four zero one one bananas. He didn't get yeah. shit on the orange. Get him out of here! And you're putting him on your bikes. I like. I will never forget that code. Now you've officially like four zero one one is gonna be my new like. It's gonna be my new lock on my phone if I have to. All right, it's too, it's too good, it's yeah. too clean. Um, let me, let me take you from here. All right, so it sounds like solid stuff there. I, I love that work history and where you're at now too. It sounds like the perfect fit uh, to to be able to utilize that. And if I may, analytical brain of yours. That seems to be where your your head is at. It's even the way you speak is very analytical. You don't. Uh, and and if I may. The way ah, I'll save it for the end. I'll save it for the end. But it's just I I, I break down a lot of, of what I see here. Um, let let me take you to the final segment of the evening for life stories here, and it's about romantic relationships. All right. Uh, similar. Okay. All right, buddy. All right. All right. Hey, you, this is a trust exercise. All right. This is three hour trust exercise of realizing that uh, I've got your back. All right. We're gonna do well here. But tell me this. Similar to the work history part. How many official individuals got the, 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 the tag as Bright Glow's significant others? How many uh, relationships have you had? Not, I'm not talking swipe right, swipe, uh, swipe lefts. I'm not t- talking about weekend flings. I'm talking about people you've committed yourself to. How many people have you been in a relationship with? 
Two. Two. All right. So the first um, one, how old were you and how'd you meet? Freshman year of college. Okay. Okay. And how, uh, what was the meetup like? Was this at a class, orientation? What are we talking, Bright? What are we talking? <sighs> Shit. <gasps> um, okay. There's a lesson from this relationship, and I want to know. Wow, you I might not seem like the, I might not seem like the best person from this, but it was a lesson I have learned. Okay. This was at a Smash tournament. We only dated for three weeks, by the way, but it felt like a lot had happened. Okay. And, um, she was with another guy. Oh my, wait, during the time? Not during when we were dating, but when okay, we met. Okay, okay, okay. We, uh, we talked. I, I, I was not giving a fuck whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I was, I was tournament brain. I was like, bro, um, I talked to this girl, whatever. We're just talking about Sailor Moon and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Like, whatever, <laughs> okay. right? And, um, everyone around me in the tournament, mm-hmm. based on how her boyfriend was treating her, they after they all left because it was like an entire group of like a college. Yeah, they were like, "Bright, he feels threatened. Bright, he does not like you." And I'm I, I'm assuming the best of people. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I don't care. Cool, mm-hmm. whatever. Went to another tournament where they hosted it. I could confirm my suspicions where the, the, the boy was very, uh, the guy was very uneasy around me. And it's like, you know, wh- why me? She's talking to all these other guys at the tournament. Yeah. Why me? Maybe was it the way I looked? Because mm-hmm. I, you know, not, not to toot myself, but I, I looked better than most Smash players, you know? <laughs> Like, and, and, like, seriously, like, I took fair. care of myself. It's, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. I'm just like, laughing because it's, it's the truth we never looked for. Um, but it, it, could it be that? Mm-hmm. Uh, could it be that she likes having a conversation with me? Is it like, but I'm not putting a tour. I'm not putting it. I'm not putting my chips in this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and she hits me up like a month later. In my in Discord DMs, she's like, "Yo, I got uh, yo, I, I'm finally finishing part four of JoJo." I was like, "Sheesh, let's go." Uh, what a what a fucking uh, is, um, is is your boyfriend caught up? Like, because she told me they were watching it together. You know. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not not expecting anything from this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, "Ah, no, we broke up." <laughs> I was like. Now, listen, listen, the um, thing is, okay, I had never had been in a relationship before, ever, mm-hmm. and so then I started to push the line a little bit, and then so I was like, so they, she broke up with this boyfriend, so it's not cheating, but, okay, yeah, true, 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 but, was it? 
in was it direct or indirect home wreckage? Was it? Nah, that's not was on it, you. But it wasn't on me. But all my friends were telling me I fucking home wrecked them. But I is it really on me? So we dated. Um, and then there was one week where we went to. It's this. This is a fucking terrible idea. I don't know why the fuck I did this. Actually, a. a now this is this is where I'm in the wrong. Okay, mm. this is where I'm in the wrong. Clearly, okay. I went to a tournament, one of their college tournaments, and guess who the tournament is hosted by? Your boy that never finished JoJo, <laughs> or Joji. Holy yes. shit! You're not getting introduced, no man. You're not getting introduced. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, that's ah. probably the most metal thing I've ever done, uh-huh. but that was also the dumbest thing I've ever done. Right. Um, and oh my god, I was playing in the final round of the the, the boy did not want to see me there. He left for like thirty minutes, mm-hmm. then he came back. Right, and I was playing against my friend in the finale, right, of the tournament. Okay, I had to beat him to win, or it was like close to that. Like if I beat him, I won anyway. And I'm playing him mid-set. Focus on the screen. I feel the tightest grip on my shoulders I've ever felt in my fucking life. Not even my mom would grip my shoulders that tight if I was in trouble. And he comes to my ear. And it's like, I'm sorry, but you need to leave. And my friend, the fucking homie is, shout out to Spencer. Shout out, Spencer. Stands up and is like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? We're we're in the middle of a set here. And the guy wanted to fight me. And the whole venue erupted because he's like, I want to fucking kick this guy's ass. Why don't we take this outside? And I'm just being calm the entire time. Right? And I'm just like, I don't know what I did. I you know, I, I know what I did, but I don't know what I did. Um, I don't know why you have beef with me. I don't have beef with you. I understand to an extent. And it took all the boys, because everyone flocked to my side, because mm-hmm. he should not have been an emotional wreckage like that, right? In front of everyone, as the host of the tournament. Yeah, you look like a mess. But I, 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 I masked myself as the bigger person, even though I knew, I knew damn well what I was doing was fucking a terrible idea, right? Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, I, I have no beef with you. Then we just Jesus. fucking left. They gave me the first. They gave me the first place prize, which was a Barnes and Noble fucking gift card. I still haven't used. I think I <laughs> gave it to someone else. And um, relationship lasts like three weeks. We were a little premature on some things because I didn't know how to handle a woman, and she was also on the rebound. I don't hold it against her now mm-hmm. because well, she how was. Did it end? The fucking worst way possible. I was taking a final exam and I received a text. Mm, uh, yeah. Yikes. And, um, you know, nowadays I don't hold it against her. Maybe I, I wish she could have been more communicative towards me and I wish she wasn't as pushy as she might have been in some instances that mm-hmm. I won't get into. But, um, yeah. Like, give, me, give me closer, though. Did he? Did she ever go back with him? Fuck no. Okay. Fair. He was, a, and he, she told me he was a very abusive piece of shit. 
So she didn't get back with them. So I'm happy for her in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the first. All right. So the second. The second is not a was, but it's an is. Oh, you're with them right now. Oh, yes. Nice. Um, how old were you when you met and how'd you meet? Freshman year of college. The second half. Okay. All right, man. Can you, can you work a (laughs) little slower? Can you, uh, (laughs) no, no, yeah. I mean, you know how, you know how college kids pop off in the freshman year. Yes. That, that, that was me. That was me without drinking and shit. So, yeah. Okay, so you're popping off. You were social butterfly was was what yes. Bright Glow was. I mean, what what the yes. cool thing about college is like you can, for lack of a better term, again reinvent yourself. You get to really step mm-hmm. into who you are. You're making your own decisions. Uh, you don't have the 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 preconceived notions of who you were in high school that's carried with you. So really, it's like a clean slate. So it sounds like you came into college second half. Now all that drama is put to the side. And how'd you meet her? How'd you meet your your now girlfriend? What in the world? That's not a funny question. No, it is a funny question. Okay. Why? Anyone matches in, I met, met her on Tinder. <laughs> was it a super like? Was it a regular like? What kind of like are we talking? Huh? It was a like, I okay. think. Uh, she swiped right. Yeah. And literally, my f- I, now my Tinder profile was something else. It, it was like you have guys holding up fish or whatever, or like or like doing it to them. My Tinder profile was me eating a fucking hoagie and talking about how I want to make a couch for it, which works really well, by the way. You mm-hmm. got to make yourself interesting, right? And um, my opening line to her was like, "Dude, one time I spilled pasta on my white dog and I had to fucking clean it up." <laughs> That was your opening line. That was the yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And I'm not gonna she... say hey. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying like... you gotta go hey, but you're talking about spilling food on your white dog. What did you? Uh, what did she hit you with? Back. She didn't. Ha- okay. She did not have a single bio. She did not have anything in her bio. Don't blame okay. her. She don't got it. That's not part of the thing. You so still swiped right. With you something. St- you still swiped right. It didn't. It worked. It worked, but but yeah, there's never a guarantee with a Tinder date, right? So like, Fair. yeah, that's that's why I had said like I wanted to be interesting, so I just said and I told a true story of how I spilled pasta on my dog Teddy, <laughs> and like, um, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I think it just kind of, I got her Snapchat. We were talking, we were texting, nice, and then one day I went to a Smash tournament at her college. I know Smash fucking follows me like the plague, uh, but um, I went in and I ditched the tournament. Um, my ride was not pleased with that, by the way. But whatever, fuck them. Uh, and um, I, I went in and I was like, okay, bye. And I met her, and then I was like. Yeah, what's up? And then at one point we were walking down the street. She was like, "How many dates have you been on?" And I I counted all the every time I've been on a date, you know, mm-hmm. a former girlfriend and any and the high school girl and like any other Tinder shit, and True. that I won't get into. And then oh. it, I and then she was like, um, "Oh God." 
Okay, I know I'm not supposed to read chat, but she's sitting there in chat. Oh, I um, saw it too, but go ahead. Go ahead. Um, and then she she's like, um I I ask her how many how many dates have you been on? And she's like, this one. And my mind completely switched. I was like, wait, the fuck? This is a date? Oh I like God. that. I like that. I <laughs> like that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Right. I was okay. like, I wasn't, I wasn't repulsed by the idea. Let me get that clear. What do you mean you, um, what? <laughs> because, because like at first when you're like, oh fuck, this is a date. You know, you might think, oh my God, do they not like me? Am I not enjoying my time? But, um, she, she was like, um, yeah, this is a date. And then. You know what? I'm I'm gonna save the rest for ourselves. Um, if Fair that's play. okay. Fair play. Fair play. Let me. Uh... Oh, go ahead. Holy cow! Holy cow! I love What's that. What's up? I was confused. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna save the rest of that. Uh, for her, for for her and I. Let um, me ask this because it, it's very meaningful to her, and yeah. Let me ask this of of you and your girlfriend now. All right. Uh, mm -hmm. lesser on the story and more about the person and, and who you are. What, uh, when you made the relationship official, when it's on the docket and you said, all right, you know, you're mine, I'm yours. What this, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask of, of her to you. How has she made you a better person? She taught me to care a lot more for others and to go the extra mile for others than I wasn't before. Mm. Um, and she's someone who listens to me. I listen to her. I've learned to talk problems out. And as a result of just, I just learning purely great communication. Mm hmm when I think of our relationship, I never think of it in the context of stress or I never, unless there is like a very stressful topic, but which I know we'll talk through. Right. It's, it's a good relationship to have when the, the trust of the person is not worried. And, you know, we just came up on two years. Our anniversary, oh, get this, is on 420. But okay, um, buddy. <laughs> right. Now, now here's the thing. Here's 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 the gambit. If I manage to stick with her for the next fifty years, our anniversary will be four twenty sixty nine. Okay. So you have to at this point. You have to. You'd be losing. You'd be losing on a moment if you didn't. All right. It, it just simply. It, you simply. And even 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 if it didn't, I even if it didn't, and I'm saying if not, but like. I choose someone I would be friends with for life, you know? Yeah. That's really so, cool. um, and I would tell, I would text her on 42069, even if we weren't together. Happy yeah. anniversary. <laughs> I like that. Let me give you, um, right. So, yeah. Let me give you one more. All right. One more question on this and we'll move on to the, uh, to the community questions. Like I said, with the family segment, I like to make moments. And this is the second moment I was talking about. All right. Mm -hmm. Or something, all right? We don't know what the future holds. We don't. Uh, that's, that's completely up to chance. I don't know what, I don't even, there's no guarantee that, that I'm waking up tomorrow morning. But on the docket, what is something that, uh, 
you would like your significant other to not forget about you, especially in this specific moment of your life that you've been able to share together? The fact that she's watching. Um, so... We have truly helped each other through thick and thin. And I really think that you have been my, by my side as I've been by yours throughout college. And I'm forever, forever grateful for that because you have taken a lot of stress that is associated with college and helped me through it. And you have also given me a lot of new experiences throughout life mm -hmm. at, at a very organic pace, at a very organic, like, um, I don't know. It, it is truly a golden, golden experience. And I am forever grateful for Mackenzie, and I love her dearly. I love that. That's so cool. Thank you so much for so, sharing yeah. that, Bright. Thank you. Of course. Um, that being said, all right, let's transition us over to the third segment of this evening, all right? Uh, over the mm -hmm. past couple hours, people have been sending in a couple questions here, community questions, uh, and, and I'm going to... I'm going to read them all out to you. Now, there's only a couple rules for this. You have complete control. You don't have to answer these questions, all right? Um, but I'll read them to you. If you'd like to answer, go ahead. Some of these are reacts, so I'm going to you know, react accordingly, however you feel. Um, some of these might be uh, questions that I'm not very sure even why they're there, so maybe it's a community thing. Like, uh, you know, it might be an inside joke, so fill me in on that. But let me start off with the first one. Okay, I, I, this one is so random, I couldn't even know why it was put in here. Do you think a phone needs a case? Is this something that you've been <laughs> harbored on, or is this clearly... All right, he wrapped it up. There it is. Wait, what kind of case is that? Uh, Pelican. It's not, that's not even an inside joke. I guess someone was just wondering if a phone needs a case. I don't know. Weird. I think it does. Pelican cases are the best. So If I see someone yeah. with no case, usually I'm just like, Damn, they 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 are uh, they're going out raw, man. That's uh that's like that's that's a courageous and b you must have some extra money to to yeah. to be throwing around there. Uh, right? Do you prefer YouTube to streaming on Twitch? I think they what they mean is like YouTube content creation, not necessarily going live on that platform. I have a feeling I know who asked this. Okay. Um. So streaming can be hard for me. Because I, um, I, uh, like, I, I need, like, there are some times where I just need a plan, right? And, um, I'm sitting here, like, but when I, when I do plan out streams, um, like, I'm very happy with them, and mm. I stick to the script, and that's why I love doing Last SMB Lore, um, I'm surprised 
how little I've talked about with that server. But um, the uh, thing is, it, it just, I think if I knew how to approach YouTube content, I would be happier doing that based on how I am as a person. What do you mean by um, that as a person? What? How does that come into I'm, play? I'm someone that needs a plan with a deadline. So, okay, here, here's an example, right? When managing the last SFP with Colin and Zach, right? Okay, yeah. Both of them are very go with the wind, big ideas. Very, like, they, they have the perfect streaming personalities mm. where if something happens, they can make an hour out of it, right? I am someone that ends up being the guy that's like, we need to do this this way by this, doing this like this. Um, I kind of rope them in a little bit, Hmm. right? And I I sometimes feel annoying doing that, like, guys, uh, you need to do this by this. But it's just kind of how I am as a person. Like, I, if I have something scripted and planned out, because I approach things so logically. At this point, I like having a plan. And so sometimes streaming, I I get into a daze because where where I'm not a great streamer because I um I just don't focus on chat as much or I just yeah. get too sucked into my game. And then I feel like I'm not there for my community or that I'm mm, boring or whatever. I and there's see. some self there's some self-doubt, right? But it's it's like, you know, I want I want structure. My life, there, there are some things I leave unstructured in my life, but a lot of it, when in content creation, I'm like, it needs to happen like this, you know? Um, so I'm not bothered by my viewer averages or whatever. Yeah. Uh, even if they seem smaller to other people, I know they're bigger compared to other people. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not near the push for partner right now. But either way, I don't care because <laughs> I like I, you know, I don't rely on my streams to just let the wind take me because I don't think that's a safe result. I think I have yet to prove myself mm. in the world of content creation with something planned and something calculated. And at the moment, I am just looking for that and doing some soul searching and just kind of like thinking what that is and for me right now the thing i've latched onto it might not be the thing that gets me to partner but partner is not even an end goal because it's a very mm. finicky unrealistic not unrealistic no no not saying it's unrealistic but it's a very finicky goal right yes i um, agree with you and to 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 have that as a primary streaming goal um you're, it, it sets you up for letting yourself down. I've seen exactly. it happen to a good bunch of fucking people. Okay. Exactly. I and I've learned, I have the foresight now where my goal in streaming, what I've latched onto right now is I have it on notes. I just want to finish the story of mm-hmm. last SMP. Mm, I like that. That's all I want. I, um, lore wise. You're, you're 100% correct. You're like, and I love that you have that perspective because it took me until I realized, oh, it's a, it's a cool badge. I'm not going to lie. It's a cool badge and it's affirmation of your work, but it is by all, no means the end game. If, if that is your right. end game, you are that you sold yourself short for this, this journey. Right. Um, 
that's that's really cool. I like I, I respect uh, that uh, a ton out of you, and, and I'm glad that you're you're seeing your value as a creator, and and not just as yeah. a streamer, but as a creator and a creative, um, and being able to try out different methods and seeing knowing where your strengths lie and being like, all right, well, you know, this is the thing that I'm doing now, and I want to finish it through. I want to do the last S and P. Um, but that's mm-hmm. not going to be by by any means necessarily the only thing that I can do. You know, you you have other passions and and ideas for maybe it's streaming or or YouTube in general that you could bring in. See, play. now it's hard for me to come up with ideas. <clears throat> sure. Okay. And I'm someone that like gets focused on the one thing and does not do anything else till that thing is completed. Yeah. Um, which is which is good and bad for certain things. So my ideas right now are very very limited but i have the foresight to know that there's going to be one day where i do something that's just going to click and yeah it's it's going to be a much better thing and i've been in an environment before where we were all comparing numbers and just being like you have to do this to get that and Mm -hmm. just formulated lack of creativity no originality and it's just like it made me hate streaming, but doing last S and P lore made me fall in love again. And of course, I do those things. I, I only do bedwars streams and just like general Minecraft streams, just so I can maintain my community. You know, that's the only reason I do it. Like, if I did not have a community, I would just be doing last lore and doing whatever the fuck. So. Me streaming Bed Wars sometimes feels like a courtesy. I'm giving back to the people that watch me, you know. So, right. yeah, that's that's uh, my that's my thinking. This one just reads this next question or statement reads, Mister Bright Glow. I threw up. Where is the Pepto Bismol? <laughs> it's an inside joke meme. Um, in terms of last S and P lore, someone would always bring up the Pepto Bismol joke while I'm streaming. Yeah. Um, and because like it, it was it was like a lore thing one time where I was just giving people potions and drugs to like help anxiety or whatever. Mm-hmm. And someone came up with it with a Pepto Bismol joke. That just stuck. Nice. So that's um, what it is. Uh, hey, Bright. I asked you this earlier, but if you could have a different screen name since you made yours when you were fourteen, lol. What would it be? I don't know. Um, I can't think of a different screen name because I've yeah. I've been Breglow for basically my entire life. Like even in Smash, that was my tag. You can look up sets where under my name where I'm playing the game competitively. You know, mm. so I truth right hand of God, I can't think of anything. It would probably be something shorter and a general word like Bright would be a fucking great name but i don't know i like that okay uh buenos noches gamers i'm probably gonna sleep if you read this i just want to say hello bright very interesting interview i really liked it keep on vibing lol queen magnifica you know who thank queen? you queen yep I do, I do know them they're the one that came up with the pepto bismol thing ah so oh, yeah <clears throat> thank you I'll read you uh, here. Let's go with these three here. Um, what's the best way to pretend no one is watching when you start streaming as a new streamer? 
I've heard it's better to not wait for viewers to start. Um, so when you start as a streamer and you have nobody watching you, mm-hmm. you simply talk about the game, you talk about life, and you have a conversation with yourself like, okay, today, like, the, the key is to, you have 15 seconds, right? Yeah. You have 15 seconds to get someone's interest. If you're silent for those 15 seconds, um, you're fucked. They're going to leave. So you, for those 15 seconds, you have to be constantly talking. Of course, give yourself breaks with water, and that's, you know, the, the, the gaps between the 15 seconds, that's, like, very... But, like, it's variable, you know. Mm-hmm. Probabilities are different, but you want to have... You want to keep talking about God knows what, whether it be the game, yourself, your life, someone else, talking shit, gossiping, the news, what, weather, politics, whatever. Just keep talking. Okay. And then when people come in chat, when they finally do, after you're constantly talking, you give all your attention to them. And it keeps going and going and going and going and going and going and going. And you'll get used to it. You build them on uh, that normality. And, and yeah, I like that. Yeah. True. Um, whoop. Pressing the wrong thing. Uh, a couple more here. Without, oh no, I'll save that one for the last. Uh, what has been the highlight of your Twitch streaming career? The charity streams. Every single charity stream I've done. Uh, I've raised $15, uh, not $50,000, $1,500 for rain. Wow. I've raised, yeah. um, I think I think it was fifteen hundred for direct relief, mm-hmm. um, and just getting to do charity streams, and then the entirety of last SMP have been my highlights. Like any, every lore stream I do, I put so much effort into it, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's wonderful. Last question here reads: Without spoiling anything, Bright, what is your favorite part of the last SMP uh, story or community-wise so far? I fucking love the community. I one of my favorite things as a streamer is getting fan art, and like mm-hmm. fan art has like kept me going on last. It's so cool. Um, I have the rest of Breglow's story planned out. I have it completely in my head, and I know exactly what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm being asked to rewrite some things, but um, <laughs> yeah. I love how it ends. And the last SP itself is not going to die for a very, very long time. And that I can guarantee to everyone watching. It's truly the last one. It's, it's going to be the last one standing, I hear. All right. No matter it's what. It's been proving itself so far. So, like, yeah. You know, I have, a, I have another one uh, that came in. All right. Let me read this to you. Yeah. When have you failed and what have you learned from this experience? Huh. Lacrosse is the I, I I wish there were more, but for some reason, because I've went over my entire life, mm-hmm. I failed lacrosse, and I learned to spend my time wisely in things I want to do, and not things that people think I should do. And that's that's the only failure that comes to mind. I, I have fucked up many times throughout my life, but right now, just thinking off the top of my head, that's 
that's probably the one. Walk your path, like your dad says. You know, forge your own path there mm-hmm. and do what you want to do. I like exactly I like that. It all comes back full circle. Bright, bright. We've been here for three hours on the dot. All right, we've been talking wow. about you. And we've gotten to celebrate your life. We've gotten to celebrate your time here on Twitch. We've gotten to talk about your education, your work, your romantic histories, your all of it. And we've got to oh, answer no. some questions. Uh, but here's the thing. All right, Bright, before we, we go to the, the final segments here of the show, yeah, much like anything in life, nothing's free. All right? So I'm going to have to ask two things of you. All right? Okay. So the first thing is, do you have the stream up, Bright? Yes. All right, can you go on the back end and choose an, uh, any username that isn't myself, a mod, or a VIP? Any. It's a good thing. Don't worry. Uh, rip balls. Rip balls. Wow, okay. Okay, pick me. Oh, my gosh, you went with Brit balls. All right, Brit got VIP. She's been wanting this for so long. I've been denying it. So, no, I'm joking. I just haven't, I, I didn't, uh, what is it? collect her 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 uh her points for that here's the thing though Bro, she I, fucking she what? fucking cried when you got partner i know i saw the tape i'll talk about i mean i'll i'll show that all later but she's so kind she's been a huge part of this as a matter of fact like brit brit really opened the gate to this different world i i had no idea about the mc community and how loving supportive you guys were and and how tight-knit a lot of these pockets and groups were. So I, I pay homage to a large bit of it to, to Brit. I mean, again, it's a culmination of stuff there, right? But that, beyond the mm-hmm. point, that's, that's later on. I only have five VIPs here, all right? Maybe we'll open it up okay. to ten, but we'll see. I'm going to spam them in the chat. I want you to pick one, any one of them, all right? Anyone that you would like to get rid of is fine. It's on the house. I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of them. Soundify. Uh, Wow, just got it. All right. <laughs> if I, I literally just put that in there this afternoon. Perfect. All right, Sonify, you're out of here. Um, the last thing I, I'll have from you, all right, right before we go on to the final segment, the last thing I'll have of you is this. I am always on the lookout for people to watch. You know, Twitch is a, a large universe, and there's so much I'm missing out, even though that we're spending our time here and there's you know many other channels that I'm associated with. Um, it's still a big place with a lot of talented streamers, both big and small. So my question is this. Who should I be watching right now? Who is somebody I should be watching? And, more, and to correlate that, who is someone you would like to watch as a recommendation to be on this show and go through the same you know, process that, that you yourself have in terms of sharing their story, their life story, um, sharing their time on Twitch, and answering some community questions as well. So, my poll comes from the last SMP. There, there are people I could possibly pick. There are people I could, like, you know, have on. Um, mm-hmm. And I've really thought about this, right? Because I knew I am essentially picking a favorite right eh, um yes and no like i, I like I, oh, yes if there's someone whose story i want to hear on this show and how they have approached streaming in possibly one of the most unique fucking ways possible and will probably have a lot to say mm. you gotta have commander on here easily commander commander 100 percent. you need to have you commander on here you got he it. is someone that has not only like now i have a little bias because um 
he has RP'd with me a lot on the last SMP. Our characters kind of intertwine really well. Mm -hmm. But just as a person, an individual, he's a really, really nice guy. He clearly, if you look and talk to, at him, talk to him, he has a lot of life experience. That's cool. And the way he does Twitch, he is a D&D fanatic. I... He was handed a Twitch stream. And I think if you want like a very unique way of approaching content creation on Twitch and like how people have uh, he has done it, um, I think you should look at Commander. You got it, Commander. I'm coming for you. All right, I have seen his channel, uh, a little bit of it, and I am uh, the D and D in me wants to go back. And I, when I when I was watching it, I was like, damn it, he's got it. He's got he's got me hooked once again. But I got your suggestions here on the sticky notes. I'll implement. The new VIP after the stream, but bright. Let's go. Bright. There it is. Here we are. All right. We we've we've walked this path together, this three and plus hours. Uh, but I'm gonna take you on to the final segment of the show. All right. Yeah, go yeah, loosen yep. the tie, relax a little bit, right? Relax. We've come yeah. a long way. We've come a long way together. Um, here's the thing. This show, your guest number seventy seven. This show. Uh, is an homage to one of my favorite shows when I was a kid inside the actor's studio. And this professor uh, slash host, his name's James Lipton, would bring on actors, actresses, entertainers of the sort into his classroom and auditorium where they'd film uh, the show uh, for public television. And, yep. you know, they'd have the Angelina Jolie's, the Brad Pitt's, the Dave Chappelle's on. And he did this for 23 years. And after the whole interview... After they talk about the personal lives and the discography of these artists, he would ask each and every one of his guests the same 10 questions. And as uh, an honor, a tribute to that show, I do the exact same thing. I ask the same 10 questions. I've done it since episode one, and we're doing it now at episode 77. There's only three rules, right? Three rules are this. One, I'm not going to make a single noise, all right? I'm gonna, it's going to be complete silence. It's going to be all you talking. Two, you do have to indeed answer each and every one of these questions. And three, try to keep it within one thought. All right? Not a paragraph, not a word, just one thought and idea. After that, okay. uh, after that, uh, I, I'll do the final bit where I kind of tell the guest uh, what we've learned and, and what we've experienced here together. You get the final word. I'll have you plug all your stuff, and then we'll go our separate ways off this call. All right? All righty. Are you ready, Bright? Yep, I am. Okay. Question one. What is your favorite word? Such a bad answer. Um, whore. <laughs> I don't know why. It sounds very funny. It packs a punch. And it's one of my favorite words. 
It's such a bad word to have your favorite word. <laughs> but I, it's it's funny. I don't I don't know what it is. What is your least favorite word? Mike. What turns you on behind that? But <laughs> go on. What turns you on? Completion. In a general sense, not, I'm not answering the other part. Oh God, fuck, what did I say? <laughs> Why did I say it like that? Whatever, you know what? I was not thinking of it in a sexual sense, but whatever. Moving on. What turns you off? Malice, being mean, putting others down. What sound or noise do you love? Did you hear it? Okay. What sound or noise do you hate? Fire alarms. What is your favorite curse word? Motherfucker. What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt? Marine biology. What profession would you not like to do? Psychiatry. And lastly, break low. Yeah. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Don't worry. I love that. I love that a ton. Ladies and gentlemen, bright glow. Bright.
Thanks so much for being here. Hell yeah, throw them up, throw them up, throw them up. Right, right. First of all, completion, uh, ridiculous answer. All right, you, you are that. I okay, okay. I was not thinking of it in a sexual context. I understand that. I agree with you. But even so, that makes it even funnier. That without right. sexual connotation, you still said, and in a general sense. I was like, holy shit, this guy's, this guy's popping off tonight. He's going off. He re I think he prepared these answers. That was too good. That was I too funny. I didn't prepare him, but there we go. <laughs> you you legitimately had me almost breaking. Like I I had to turn away because I I could I I lost myself, man. I I physically lost that 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 fight. But bright, I usually take this moment to tell the guests what uh what we did here tonight. All right, and what I okay. learned at least, and then I'll give you the final words, and 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 we'll we'll wrap it up from there. But bright, uh, you know when when Colin and Zach were talking to me about you, they they could not they just couldn't they, they didn't have a bad word to say they could not they they just continue to gas you up and so you know when i hear that kind of stuff i'm like all right all right clear your friend you know I'll, I'll i'll do my homework i'll have you on so i checked out your stuff and 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 even within having you here for the first i would say 30 minutes i'm like all right this guy man he's 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 running laps around me he's taking my job i'm threatened I'm threatened. He's taking my job right now. I'm, I'm supposed to be the one that's talking. But that moment where you shared the time in high school and, and your dual lives, both inside and out of, of that time and, and during your time in, in the Smash community, and having you just spell out. You know, usually people don't spell out their story. It, it, there's a lot of assumptions. There's a lot of things that, are, that will lead up to, to the, the culmination of what they're trying to say. But you putting it on the table saying, no, this is one of my biggest fears, not being heard, you know, or insecurities is not being heard, not being understood, being uh, dismissed. I, it, that just, that, that resonated deeply because that's one of mine. And, and so I, I see you and, and I really love more and more as, as the conversation continued on, it, <laughs> it's kind of it's nuts because it, it correlates exactly with your relationship with your brother. Your identity began to shine. Like, I didn't know you. Usually I can kind of guess the streamer within the first segment. But then it was during your story where I'm like, oh, okay, he, this is actually a very, there's a distinct flavor for Bright. Um, as a matter of fact, when you were trying to answer that question between content creation on YouTube versus Twitch, it made complete sense. I was like, no, like, I think what you do here on Twitch is great, and I think you're talented in that. But I could see why if you were to find a formula that worked for you, why YouTube would fit your personality as well. So it was really cool that like at the age of 21, someone who's, who's still on the precipice of life and, and finding out who they are and, and what beholds them in this, the outside world, whether, whether it mean professionally or, or, or whatnot, even personally, mentally, emotionally, spiritual, whatever it may be, you still have this awareness of yourself. You still have this confidence in your identity that as you said in your story, wasn't there prior and, and you were just sitting mm -hmm. there and you were dismissed and you were just this kid that, that, that was, was thought of as shy and quiet. And because that, because of that was assumed to not have a voice. And it was really cool to have you come on here and share that voice with all of us. And, and so bright again, like I said, I would love to have the triple threat trio, all of Please. you on. It's, it would be my I'm, pleasure. Any day.
any day. You I'm got down. it. I, I already have the, the date in mind, or at least the month. I, I, I told, I was talking with Zach and, and, and Colin about that. Um, but, I, but it would be an absolute pleasure, Bright. You, 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 you've really, I've done this 77 times, and there are certain interviews that stand out as like, whoa, this, I was not expecting this at all. Um, and, and I say that with all due respect and in the greatest way possible. I, 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 I wish you well. Don't be a stranger, all right? I, I, no, God, I, no. I 100% I will, will be. Yeah. I told you my entire life story. And I think <laughs> anyone that's watching me from my community or even my friends have might have learned about how I think about things. And so to share that with someone I never talked to in my life, no. mm-hmm. you know, I can't, I can't just forget something like this. So, but yeah. Bright, you, uh, I, w- I want to hand it up to you. I got all the love in the world for you, and, and we'll 100% keep in touch, man. I'm, I'm pumped. But you get the final word. What would you like to say to those that are watching here tonight live and in the future on Spotify and on YouTube? Um, so if you're watching on Spotify and YouTube, I, under- I understand uh, a lot of my community are Europeans and are probably asleep. But hopefully, if you have reached the end here, um, I really hope you have really gotten a good look at who I am as a person, why I am the way I am, whether it be my crudeness, whether it be the way I handle things or how I talk with you guys in general. I hope what how I've been raised and how I've trudged through life, not trudged, but confidently walked through life um, has made you understand why I am the way I am, and hopefully I don't ever have to explain myself ever again. <laughs> so, because it's, this is this is this show is the ultimate explaining yourself. So, <laughs> thank you. Oh my goodness, that's one of the nicest compliments I've ever heard. I've never heard that one before. I appreciate that, Bright. That's really yeah, kind of you to say. Of At the very least, it's explain yourself with no pressure, too. We don't. We, I'm mm-hmm. not here to. I'm not here to dictate it. As a matter of fact, if anything, this episode's a testimony that you can be a guest and just run with it, all right? And so I appreciate you, Bright. You take care, all right? You you, you too, dude. It, it must be like what? 1 a.m. your time? 1.30? 1.30, yeah. 1.30? Take a break. Get something to eat. Get some water or go rest up. But I'll 100% keep in touch. I'll DM you right sure. after this show. All right, Bright? Of course. All right. Um, congratulations on partner, my man. I, I wore so this to celebrate that. <laughs> you, this is your time to shine. And Thank this interview so is only the first of many great partner interviews. So, yeah. Um, Arrivederci, my friends. <laughs>